Joffy, welcome back. Oh, just, you know, I don't hear anything. Oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> now, now can you hear something? A Hello? Little, a, a little louder, please. Yeah. All right, there you go. I'm good. Oh, welcome back, Joffy. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Um, always a pleasure. Always yeah, a pleasure. As always, do you want to talk about anything you've seen recently? or Have you seen The Flash? No. It was absolutely horrendous. <laughs> I heard everything about it, so you can just lay off yeah, the spoilers. So, I mean, it was just terrible. Like, I don't know why it was even made. Like, the production yeah. was so bad. I'm surprised it came out. No, yeah, it was just, it was a mess. Like, I, I saw it, like, extremely stoned. You're a DC fan. You're, like, a comic book. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm more Marvel. I'm kind of far behind. I, I, I mean, I'm far behind on Marvel and DC. I haven't uh-huh. watched, um anything dc since um i mean the batman last year but like dcu is that dceu is that what's called yeah i mean since, it's, um, it's a fucking clusterfuck i don't really think they care yeah uh you know it, it's it's a uh, it's a mess it's a mess with the dc universe but yeah, did, you yeah. didn't see shazam no right? I, I heard the first one's pretty good i'm yeah how's the I was second talking one about the second one's all right it's nothing worth writing home about in like 2023 you know yeah, the last one I saw was um Wonder Woman uh, 1984. That was okay, too. Oh, I did not like that at all. That yeah, was really was... bad. Um, you didn't see Suicide Squad? Not the, the new James one. Gunn one. I know Pete Davidson is in that one. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I like that one. Did you see the Harley Quinn movie came out a couple years ago? Yeah, that, that was kind of mid, honestly. I, I, I thought it was so cringy. It was so yeah. hard to watch. I think the I think the Wonder Woman one was honestly worse. Uh, I think we're beginning the dawn of... The end of oh, superhero, superhero movies. movies. Yeah, I I haven't seen the new Guardians yet, but I yeah. heard it's pretty good. It's a tearjerker. Still not as good as the second one though. I mm-hmm. I think I don't know. I have a weird take, but like I think the second one's the best one. No, I don't think it's a weird take. I I think I agree with you. No, I, I mean love the ending to the second one. Oh, he went on. What's his name? The Yandu. guy. Uh, Yandu dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when he's like, um, he might have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. Uh yeah, it got uh dude, it's I always guess Gamora was supposed to die, but like they were saving her for Infinity. Well, she, yeah, she did die. And honestly, that works out better. Honestly, for the best. Well, I know she's um obviously in the new one, but it's not yeah. her. Her, it's the other. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for you, yeah. but like it, it does like make it clear that like it is a different Gamora. It's not mm-hmm. the same Gamora. Um, what other DC movies that came out in between then? I, I think that's it. Oh, Black Adam! I haven't seen. Black oh, Adam. I heard that I, was bad I, too. I, I fell asleep during that one. I just, it wasn't that good, so, so I didn't even bother. Well, I'm looking forward to the new Joker though. Oh, okay. What Lady yeah, Gaga and Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. I mean, this Flash one, I just had no interest in, and then I heard some like really just like weird shit about it, like Christopher Reeve as Superman Nicholas again. Nicholas Cage Superman. Yeah, but like that's just. I don't know. He's alive. Yeah. You know, it, it, it and I, I heard that wasn't even done good, the Nicolas Cage thing. Well, it was they like had... CG, right? It wasn't even like him. Yeah, it was CG. They also had, um, I never, there's that um, Supergirl show I never watched with the uh, girl with the blonde oh, hair. Oh, no, you're thinking of a Supergirl movie that came out. Is that in the a, 80s. I thought it was a TV show. There's, yeah, there's both. Oh, but like, it, he I was with Christopher it. Reeve, correct? Yeah, I saw yeah, like I leaked was... footage or whatever, like on Twitter. Well, then you, um, Adam West was in it too. You heard Adam West's voice. Yeah, like the OG Batman. I think a lot of this, the budget for this movie went uh-huh. to like cameos. Since you have yeah. Gal Gadot, who was in the movie for like a minute. George, she was Clooney. in Shazam, by the way. She was. I don't want to like. You, yeah, you, I, I don't really care. She, she just makes a very like lame cameo at the end of the movie. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Interrupt no, you're you. good. Um, you also have George Clooney in it for less than ten seconds. 
Oh yeah, I heard about that too. No, I see. I didn't think they would. Why, why would people go like crazy for that? Honestly, like he's, they, they, he's the worst like, one, bro. I, I know that's what I mean. Yeah. Like people, like they just think like, oh, we'll just show anyone, and anyone will be like, everyone, anyone's a fan of something, you know. I'm just happy it wasn't Christian Bale because I would have been really disappointed because I I love Christian Bale. Probably my favorite Batman. Yeah, I mean he did do Thor: Love and Thunder. Not that I like. I don't think that he was great in that terrible. movie though. Yeah, he was great he was in that movie. Good in it. Um, there's, there's honestly worse Marvel movies, but it's not one of the greater ones. Yeah, d- superhero movies are like just you know on decline right now. Um, I think it, it was bound to happen after Endgame. When they say when people say superhero movies, they really mean Marvel. You yeah, know, for the most part. And then like, kind of DC was a kind of like riding on the coattails of their popularity, and like, hey, maybe some schmuck might mistake an DC movie for a Marvel movie, like Black Adam. That could have mm-hmm. that could be a Marvel character. No one knows. <laughs> well, it's kind of like you how know? um don't DC and Marvel both have a Captain Marvel? Yeah, Shazam is Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Um, Captain Marvel is the original name of Shazam, but like there was like rights issues or whatever. Shazam is not even, the the character Captain Marvel. Shazam slash Shazam isn't even originally a DC character. He was oh, really? just his own. I, I forget and what then com- DC comic bought the independent. Yeah, they bought right? that. Com- yeah, because yeah, he was like the most popular character in comic history like captain marvel even more than superman at a time um that's that's way back in the 40s but like that's why they bought him out um yeah i don't know it's just like i just like i think i think they're going downhill and like i didn't even bother watching the flash like i just and michael keaton too going based off the trailers he's like fighting like aliens with his bat wing in broad daylight it just like it doesn't fit with like the tim burton universe i don't think honestly well everyone's trying to involve time travel now because this movie's yeah. about time travel and we'll get into it later i think well this is good i think good segue i think the new indiana jones movie is gonna have time the time travel, travel. Yeah. i think it, it clearly we talk about the aging like cg yeah. that's gonna have that i've i not even that's not even a prediction i just heard that well, it was in the trailer yeah. you saw harrison ford well yeah. harrison ford i think he's he just hates movies like have you seen his interviews before like yeah. as of late, like the past yeah. like, ten years. I mean, he's he's an he's an he's an old man, and like I don't know if you've seen his interviews beforehand. He's just kind of like less with words, more like just like just you know, let me just act and let me do my thing. You he know? pays like five years off. You, you can tell when he's running out of money because he's yeah. gone for like five years. Then he comes back, but oh, Star Wars. Oh, Indiana Jones. He's done like TV recently. Like he's done like that Yellowstone spinoff, mm-hmm. I think, and um. I don't know. It's Jason Segel, I think. He has like that TV show with Jason Oh yeah, Segel. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, other than that, he's just doing He came back for Rise of Skywalker. I thought he would never come back to Star Wars that after was the st- after Are you a fan? <laughs> that of was movie? good. Rise of Skywalker? Oh, no, Last Jedi you were a fan. I, of. Yeah. I don't like Rise of Skywalker yeah, at all, that, but that's, that's a good terrible. moment. I kind of like that moment. It should have and it really didn't make sense, but I like thought in, it was in, stupid. <laughs> in a, in a in a movie filled with stupid shit that I really didn't mind that. That was I didn't mind it. But if like, it was like Leia, that make more sense. Yeah, it, it didn't make sense that it was Han Solo, but I think if Carrie whatever. Fisher didn't die, probably would have been Leia. Yeah. That make a lot more sense. Personally, I don't think Harrison Ford's had a good movie since the new Blade Runner that came out. And, and he's barely reasons. in that. Yeah, he's he's barely in like that new Blade Runner movie. I think he's in it for like maybe like ten minutes at most, but. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. But yeah. you want to get into uh, so, into, into Indiana Jones? Now, the creators of the 
adventures of Jaws and Star Wars bring you Indiana Jones, a totally modern hero. Trust me. If you're listening to this podcast, you you saw the title, um, and if you happen to not know what Indiana Jones is, or who he is, or what these movies are, he's a part college professor. Part... He's the worst college professor you could ever have. <laughs> he he doesn't give a shit about his students. Yeah, he's part college professor, part adventurer. This is the brainchild of Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. Hot off the success of uh, Star Wars for Lucas. Um, not hot off with the success for Spielberg. Uh, 1941, I believe. It was a flop, uh, I, I haven't heard flop of that comedy. Uh, I think it came out in 79. Um, so he was in desperate need of a hit. Well, I'm trying um, to think what came, what Spielberg had. Oh, he had did, Jaws when did, when did and Close Encounter. Well, he came out with E.T. right after this, but oh, we'll after? talk about it. Um, he actually came up with the idea of E.T. on the set of this oh, with, really? uh, I think, Harrison Ford's wife. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, he kept himself busy, clearly. But he, he had Jaws before this. He had Close Encounters. He had a movie called Sugarland Express, and then he had a TV movie called Duel. So he had a he had a few movies. I've only seen a... Close Encounters. I've never heard of the other ones. Jaws? Come no, on. I meant Jaws and Close Encounters. <laughs> okay. What were the other ones you said? Sugar, oh. Sugar Land Express. Uh, I haven't seen that one, and I, I haven't seen Duel either. Yeah, that's I a TV movie. Um, I heard Duel was pretty good, and that other one too. But 1941, which is the one right before Raiders, was a flop. So he was desperate need of a hit. Uh, teamed up with Lucas. Um, they got Harrison Ford for the role. Jeff Bridges was supposed to play him actually they look kind of similar I, I think it would be good but not as good no. you know what i mean uh, i think harrison ford is indiana jones and i'll say it right now i don't think he should ever be recast if they no. ever decide to they tried to do that remember chris pratt it was, was like rumors, rumors. Yeah, rumors. they saw him in jurassic world and they're like hey you know mm -hmm. you squint slightly he you know he could play it is but jurassic like, world also spielberg uh no, he didn't direct. He did direct a sequel, Lost World. Uh, his early 80s and his late 70s are just great. Like, you know, Jaws, Close Encounters, Raiders, E.T., Temple of Doom. Within a span of 10 years. Mm -hmm. Like, insane. And not to mention all the stuff he produced. Yeah, just like, this is one of the... It's hard because, like, they have so many accomplishments in their career. But this is one of their accomplishments in their career. Um, well, I, well, for Lucas, this is definitely number two. Yeah, definitely number two for Lucas. Because I can't... What else did he do besides Star Wars and Indiana Jones? He came out with a movie called American Graffiti. Uh, um, I was that with um, Harry from Happy Days? I don't, I'm not sure, actually. But you might you might be right. It might be from the oh, guy from oh, Ron Howard, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're actually, yeah, he is in it. Um, And Harrison Ford is actually in it. That's where he got his start. It's like a 1950s throwback. i never seen it. Um, But we'll get to it because you can see some of the influences in yeah. uh, Crystal Skull in there. Um, we'll yeah, that he made a few sci-fi movies. He also worked with Coppola. He has a lot of behind-the-scenes things, uh, Lucas. And I feel like special effects for Lucas. What do you have with just Coppola? like for the uh, American Zoetrope? He was running the studio, like uh, the studio with Coppola right before uh, Godfather. I know. Um, Harrison Ford worked with Coppola in Apocalypse Now. I think, right? Yeah, that they all know each other. It's yeah. all like Scorsese. They call themselves the Hollywood brats. Mm -hmm. Scorsese, De Palma. Spielberg, uh, Coppola, and Lucas, they all kind of mingled and like made movies with each other and kind of helped each other out. And they kind of ruled Hollywood for the at least better part of like 30 better, years. Yeah, for the better part of 30 years. So what is your history with Indiana Jones, I guess? 
as a kid, yeah, I was a huge Star Wars fan, and like uh, as of, as all kids are, and um, I don't remember when I first watched Raiders, but for a while I actually preferred Raiders over Star Wars, like for like a while. Oh wow. Um, but was it the Lego games? So I had <laughs> I have yeah. a lot of notes about that. Okay. I had um the Lego DS game. Oh. And uh, did you have a Lego game? I had it on the Wii. That one and Lego Batman were like my favorite games as a kid. And um also have that on the shelf. <laughs> well I, I I had the DS version of all the I had the DS Lego Batman, the uh-huh. DS I still have the Wii one too, but the DS Lego Batman, DS Lego Indiana Jones, and the DS Star Wars like the the, the uh, one and two. Like the, okay. like, like the prequel one and the uh Yeah. Um but yeah, I was just like obsessed with all those movies. I, I've seen probably the original Batman movies and the Indiana Jones movies more than any other movie. Um, and when you say original Indiana Jones movies, do you mean the three? The three. The three. Okay. Um, I'm kind of similar in the same way. I I, I love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That was probably the series that got me into movies, and it was only natural that like I was just gonna bleed into the new next Lucasfilm thing. Um, as everyone did because of the Lego movies, the licensing. What a great deal they had. What a great promotion. Oh, yeah. Just the Star Wars and Indiana Jones and Batman. Those original like three movies with that franchise, incredible. Every like franchise that kids like, or at least like, mo- like primarily boys loved turned yeah. into Legos. Yeah, but like you know now there's Lego everything. There's Lego yeah. Car- Pirates of the Caribbean. There's Lego Hobbit. Lego you know, there's little, there's little, there's literally Lego everything. But, like, when they originally started licensing out stuff for Lego, it was, like, Star Wars. It was mm-hmm. Indiana Jones and specifically the video games and Batman. I just – the Tim Burton Batman. And they, I love how they based it on the Tim Burton Batmans. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I got into the, the series because they made the, the Lego games. Mm-hmm. And I decided, oh – and the new movie was coming out as well. Uh, that, that did help. As a kid, I – a lot of the movies bled together yeah to me i'll be honest one does stand out in particular and it's kind of hard not to like see that i think i know what you mean but out, i'm gonna get mad about uh, it. out of the three um <laughs> the, the series is inspired by like the old 1930s serials mm-hmm. of like lucas and spielberg's childhood if you don't know like back before televisions were invented um you had the radios right you had radios and you went to the theater and and saw little you know, episodes of basically episodes of television before the big movie started, uh, stuff like Buck Rogers. Um, I honestly don't know much Flash Gordon, mm. but that's more Star Wars influenced. So the film kind of recreates that type of storytelling. See, I feel like if these movies didn't come out, we wouldn't get like National Treasure or, oh, like, absolutely. or like the Tomb Raider games. We wouldn't get or at least the movies wouldn't be paced as fast as it as they do now as they do now because this movie you look post raiders Mm -hmm. and and pre-raiders action movies were never the same again have you seen the movie raiders about the kids who recreated the whole movie really uh took them over 20 years like a documentary yes a documentary okay wow and they were like little kids Uh uh-huh and they recreated almost the entire movie but there's one scene that they couldn't do because like you know they don't have access to planes and like guns so like over like twenty years later, they got the budget. and They actually finally finished it. Like they only had like two scenes left to do. Yeah, and like, it's like such a cr- crazy documentary because like they spent their entire childhood recreating it shot for shot. Well, that's the thing with these movies. Like literally, like 
it's hard to it's so intimidating to talk about it because these are some of the most influential especially raiders this is these are some of the most influential f films of all time like for our generation and the generation before us movie history george lucas and steven spielberg joining forces for the first time their purpose to pay homage to the saturday action matinee it starts off in like south america right mm -hmm. 1939 no six. six yeah what a creative way to start the movie with blending the uh the paramount logo oh yeah into the actual movie um they do that every never movie. seen that done yeah but like just never seen that done before like ever like it's it's incredible and super creative i think the intro to this character indie yeah is one of the most badass intros in any series then you have him in South America with Alfred Molina. His first role. Oh, that first role. Yeah. I didn't even know that. I think the first sh uh, thing they shot was the spider scene. So is he actually Hispanic? I'll look it up. I'll look like it his up. last. I mean, his last name could be Spanish. But his first name, yeah. not really. But I loved him in Boogie Nights. You ever seen Boogie Nights? I have. But well, who do you play in Boogie Nights? Uh, the um, the robe guy, the druggie. Uh, see, I've only seen it once, but uh, I think I know you're talking oh, about. You know what scene I'm talking about though? When they go pick up the cocaine, the fake cocaine, and the guy who's doing is this a, no, it's not when Don Cheadle is in that. No, robbery, this is right? this is when Dirk Diggler, uh, yeah. Mark Wahlberg, it, walks in with John C. Riley and the guy with the robe, and he's in his underwear. Oh yeah, that's Alfred Molina. Okay, yeah, he's kind of a chameleon because mm -hmm. you don't even recognize yeah. him. Also, Doctor Octopus, obviously. Oh, yeah, shout um, out episode. Of, what was that? Episode 11. 11. Episode 11, shout out. Um, also, Magnolia. He plays a bit part in that movie. So, I think The Whip is one of the most iconic. When are you thinking of, like, um, you know, like a weapon in a movie you have, you know, Oh, he's like... Spanish. Makes sense he's in South Africa, then. America? South America. My bad. <laughs> That's close <laughs> enough. Adios, senor. But, um, yeah, so, like, you have, you know, these, like, you know, these weapons that people have in movies. You know, you have the lightsaber. Yeah. You have Batman's Batarang. Yeah. Then you have Indy's Whip. Definitely yeah. like top five most iconic weapons in movie history. I think we can just address it right now that John Williams is like literally just the goat. John Williams when it is comes just the to goat of movie scores in general. His his music enhances the movie so much. It's hard to imagine them without it. It really is. And I can tell easily and when it's John Williams. That's the case to like ninety percent of his movies. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's insane. You, you, I think you you can tell very easily if it's John Williams or not. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, they don't sound, like, similar, but I just, I feel they like... They sound way... similar. Like, the love theme, the love yeah. theme here sounds a lot like Leia's theme yeah, uh, in in uh, in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. um, but I just love John Williams. Oh, yeah, he's he's Williams. the goat of composing scores in any... Like, in especially franchises, you know, you have this, Star Wars, Jurassic Park, Harry Potter. What <laughs> else? Superman. Superman. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot he had the OG Superman. Yeah. Dun, da, da, oh, I'm bad. Yeah. He didn't do Batman. That's yeah, uh, Batman. Danny Elfman. Uh, Danny Elfman. That's, yeah. uh, that's a close too. second place, to be honest mm -hmm. with me. I love Danny Elfman. I love Danny Elfman. Did you ever watch the... Oh, this is so off topic. I have it, it there. I bought it. Oh, on DVD? Yeah. Forbidden Zone? Yeah. Wait, I haven't watched it, but I have it, it there. Is it in color and black and white? I don't know. We'll see. Probably both, because it's on DVD, so... No, I know I keep asking you to watch it, but... Like just, I'm saving. Well, I'll it. save it. I'll save it for next episode. I the promise. I bought it, so I just, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, Danny Elfman lost his house making that movie. Danny Elfman did. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> I saw an interview. Was like, yeah, I hope like... it was worth it. I'm gonna watch it soon. So, <laughs> yeah, this is before you know, like Nightmare Before Christmas and before you know, Spider Man, Batman. This is like 19... 1980. But anyway, back to Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, the set. 
Yeah. The temple set is amazing. The cinematography is great. Everything's just so iconic. Like the idol. Oh, the iconic sandbag and the. And these movies are kind of dumb. And I'm, I'm saying that like in a sincere way because goofy. like these, yeah, they're goofy at per per perfect way to put it. And in a sincere way though, like the serials that they used to watch, like really, when you think about it, how did you really think that was going to work? The yeah. sandbag thing? I mean, what if he was to feed him, pour it out? You know, he poured a little bit out. <laughs> but how did he know how much that shit weighed? I mean, he didn't because he, he eyeballed it. Like it's, it's, I don't know. It's like, you'll see mm -hmm. throughout the whole movies, all the movies that a lot of his plans and they make fun of it in later films a lot of his plans are just like not plans at all he's just winging it the whole way through well, what's he gonna do now ha! i don't think he plans that far ahead yeah oh! Oh! i definitely get also like comic book feels from this movie oh yeah like definitely like or, like, or even like cartoon like cartoony yeah. well like i said this 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 movie it changes like action movies forever mm -hmm. you know and it's it mixes genres so much. It's it's an action movie. It's a romance. It's an adventure. It it mixes all these, you know, all these genres together, kind of like Star Wars, and kind of like makes the four quadrant movie in a way, a movie for everyone. Yeah, that you, everyone can watch. You got your literally romance. You got your action. You got your comedy. It's a great stunt when he 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 uh grabs the rope and he you know uh swings into the river where uh the guy's name is Jock. I wrote it down. Wait. <laughs> Uh, and he has a snake on board. Oh yeah, uh, his pet snake Wedgie. <laughs> Snakes on a plane. Shout out Wedgie. Yeah, <laughs> that's one. Th uh, uh, that's a recurring thing with Indiana Jones. He hates snakes. Um, yeah, and they definitely let us know about that many yeah, times. Yeah, um, it's a funny trope. Well, and then he, when we get to the third movie, yeah. I want to. I mean, I'll tell you later. But oh. I think the way he got scared is the dumbest thing ever. But I can't believe we we forgot to mention the. The big boulder, too. Oh, yeah, iconic. I mean, obviously, yeah. It's just so... It's hard to talk about some of these things because, like, what do you say about the boulder scene? Mm -hmm. Except that everyone knows it even though they haven't seen it. Before. Oh, yeah. Even if, like, you know... Um, I think it's a great opening scene. Uh, it establishes the character perfectly. And, like, seeing this in 1981, I can't even imagine. Yeah, he's a professor. <laughs> we learned that uh, quickly after that. Um Literally the worst prefer he he's gone all the time. Yeah, but you have a few uh of the students very interested. Oh, in they're him. in they're <laughs> in love with him. Like the uh the uh, another iconic yeah, scene with the um girl's uh, eyelids saying love you. That's another thing I love about the series too, like he they already established like we're like neck deep in his in his like career kind mm -hmm. of like oh, yeah. kind of like star wars oh, like, he's already a legend yeah like i'm surprised they didn't do prequels to indiana jones mm -hmm. you know instead of i mean they i mean they did. did yeah they did with the tv show i haven't seen it though oh, i uh, know there's even t is it hard cartoon or? A, no there's a whole entire t 22 episodes i guess we can talk about it now there's an indiana jones tv show called that. young indiana jones i know i just i when i was doing my research i just found out about it each episode it's like an hour 20 so it's, each episode's like a movie 22 episodes and it goes from his childhood like uh, yeah. around last crusade to when he was in the war in in in, in uh world war one oh yeah was that ever acknowledged well i remember in, it in the, the third one the third one okay was, no, no but that was 1912 i watched this yes i watched it yesterday yeah. again but yeah that's nice so that's a little before world war one but did they mention he was a vet in, they in, mentioned in, in crystal school he was in world war two uh, no uh, yeah yeah but um it turns out in this this uh universe in this this young indiana jones he was an, actually a soldier in world war one that makes sense um 
and one of the later episodes I, I didn't see it but i just saw like on the little screenshot they had mm-hmm. um, i might actually want to give it a try um he's like in 1920s hollywood it's just interesting i, I wonder who how... plays uh indy honestly don't know some no-name actor mm. um not river phoenix well that would be yeah. cool that i mean he really probably cool. would have if he didn't you know die like, yeah. yeah well i mean i don't know how he got into all this um i don't know where he learned all this martial arts or like at least how to fight he's an archaeologist yeah. when you think archaeology you think of like a guy in the corner but we don't need to know that's the thing is like this feels like his indiana jones's last big adventure and it's the yeah, first, it's first movie because yeah. like what what was that idol we don't know what was going on in the beginning. Like we don't know why he was there. I like that though. I don't like. I like how. I know, but that, that just shows that like yeah. he's just been through all this stuff. Oh, yeah, he's done this a that. bunch of times already. Um, and then the second one proves that he, yeah, he has been through this a lot. How old is he? He has to be at least like, I think he's at least late thirties. Because in, in the I'm third assuming movie, he, yeah, I'm assuming he's like thirty when he's like in the thirties. So I'm guessing yeah. he was born. Wait, no. He was born in the 1800s for sure because in 1912, he, he looked like pretty 18 or at least. 15, I would say. I don't know about that. River, well, Hollywood. Well, Hollywood, yeah. So I would say, and he's a Boy Scout too, oh, so he yeah. can't be that old. Uh, I would say he's 15 and 19. We can look it up. So he's born in 1897? Yeah, I'll look it up. But um, 1897 is your guess. Your guess? 1897? Yeah. Okay. He was born on July 1st, 1899. Oh, we were close. So he, yeah. was, so he was 13 in 1912? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, I, I I guess that works. That's uh, that's Hollywood for you. I told you. <laughs> so yeah, they explain the Ark of the Covenant. Um, kind of the only like expositiony scene of the whole film. Indiana Jones explains what it is. Um, and the CIA explains that the Nazis are after it. Um, so it's always the Nazis, man. Like Nazis and Soviets, they just want to take over the world. You know, Spielberg as a Jewish man, it's probably especially personal for him to have, you know, the Nazis as the villain. Yeah. Um, and if you're going to set it in, like, around this time, like, yes, that, to, yeah. yeah, it has to. Um, and then he goes to, uh, what's it called, Nepal? Nepal, yeah. Because um, his, his um, teacher, Abner Ravenwood. Yeah. Uh, his daughter, or I guess he thought he still lived in Nepal. Yeah. Not sure where, just some like I guess like mountain town, and it cuts to uh probably my favorite indie girl. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna call them indie girls in this. Honestly, but she is. She they, is. The they indie make. Girl. They try to make her out. The fourth one kind of makes her the indie girl. Yeah. Retrospectively, um, there's more there because there's a history beforehand. Yeah. Of, with them, it's not like their first time meeting. Like the 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 next two, heavy drinker. <laughs> oh, yeah, she, uh, Especially how small that. she is, like, you know? Nobody tells me what to do in my place. Fraulein Ravenwood, let me show you what I am used to. Nick! Oh, I think the, the Nazi with the glasses in this movie is very memorable. Yeah, visually. Visually, visually yeah. Um, but, like, there's not very, they're not very, like complex at all and yeah. I, that, that's that's by nature honestly and like that's not what's important about the film i only know the evil nazi guy's name i don't know if they even say it he's like a gestapo type yeah. of guy i don't know but he's he looks evil and he's just he's so just, scary yeah 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 and he oh he makes the most of his part yeah. man there's always like a big guy fight in these movies like you have like you, you have like your underlings which are like you know you just throw them they're, they're dead but then you have like a big guy, like you have that guy, and then Temple of Doom, you have one. Yeah, it's like whip an guy. fight. Yeah, yeah. And the third one has the tank Nazi yeah. guy, I oh, guess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's not really a big, 
big guy. Well, yeah, she has the uh, necklace. I don't know how the Nazis find out that she has it. Oh, yeah. Um, they just kind of show they up. They just find out, you know. It's a chase. That happens well, a they lot. follow Indiana Jones. Remember? The, remember. The, the, the trench coat guy is on the same plane as Indiana uh, Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In these movies, you're, you're going to see that people just know where he is all the time. It's very convenient, and that's one thing I have to like address about this film. Like, If you haven't seen these films, you got to just... Go with it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not into it, I totally understand. But like, it's convenient. Yeah. You know, and and it like I said, Indiana Jones most most of the times really doesn't have a plan. No. He kind of just wings it. <laughs> the trench coat guy gets the thing burned on his hand. Oh so they yeah. Can read it. Yeah. Um, the shootout's great. Right out of a western. Um, I love how the whiskey like creates a line like a flames and shit like that super cool and then we're in egypt so where we have my favorite scene honestly which one the cairo chase oh dude that's one that's one of the funniest chase scenes i've ever seen in my entire life she hits a guy with a frying pan i found that hilarious um of course you have the iconic uh swords guy oh, oh yeah who shoots the... him yeah well, did you know that uh, Harrison Ford had a, um, a stomach flu that day? Yeah. Oh, yes. I think everybody it was, knows it was that. Bo- well, no, nah, I'm just like, I just know, yeah. you know. But like, yeah, yeah, you're right. And um, it was supposed to be like an extended sword fight scene, which we do eventually get. Yeah. Uh, well, I think unfortunately, it's not Harrison Ford doing the sword fighting. When Indy hits or shoots someone um, that's like on one of the trucks, yeah. he, he had the bullet wound on his chest before he was shot. Oh really? Yeah, I know. I just oh. noticed that for the first time. Like you could tell that they really put like the makeup and all the effects on his shirt before the bullet hit him. When Marion goes into one of the baskets, they take the basket and he and he starts looking for him. Yeah, not all but those everyone else has a fucking basket, and the music is perfect when it goes along to this. A gnarly explosion too, with the truck when he mm-hmm. thinks Marion uh, Meriden is uh, is dead. So I, no, yeah, that part was confusing because. Like, did the people, did the Nazis get confused also with the baskets? Yeah, I don't know how she survived. But honestly, I just, like I said, just go with it. Yeah. Um, um, I actually don't, I think it might have been like a wrong basket. It might have been like some, she was on another truck, perhaps, yeah. or something like Wait, that. Wait, I forget how it blew up. I don't know. I don't know. He somehow find, thinks she's dead. Um, and it's played off very seriously. And, to be totally honest with you, I, I you don't care. I don't care. <laughs> it's too early on in the movie, yeah. and it seems a little bit kind of silly to be like, "Oh, I feel." And she just got introduced literally in the like, last like fifteen minutes yeah. ago. Yeah, I mean, it is also very tropey, very serialized. So, like, I guess it's you know, it's well, fair I mean, it's, enough. It's kind of obvious that she lives. She's like with me. If I don't see the death, they're still alive. Yeah, and it's something straight out of like a western too. Like, yeah. oh, I thought you were dead. Mm-hmm. No, oh, I've yeah. been here the whole time. There are <laughs> a lot of fake out deaths in this series. Like, mm-hmm. there's at least like yeah. ten of them. Um, and then he makes friends with a monkey. Well, the well, he makes my friends though. with a monkey before, but like, yeah, he's a he's a Nazi monkey. Yeah, he's not a good when, monkey. Yeah, when they're in Cairo, he has a friend. I think his name is Salah. Salah. I remember the eye patch guy. Oh, no, Salah, Salah, his Cairo friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. well, like. They kind of mess it up because in this movie, he's from Cairo, but in the last crusade, he's from Turkey. The guy who owns the monkey, in the Lego games, he was named Monkey Man. I always remember that. Oh, I do remember that. I do remember that. 
Um, I'll bring up some Lego references. Oh, every time I, I have remember. a bunch of no Lego references. The monkey tries to poison. Well, actually, no. Someone no, tries tried, to yeah. poison the dates. The dates, and then and the monkey the, dies dude, as a result. I feel bad for the monkey. I mean, the monkey though, kind of a snitch. Yeah, a Marion. Yeah, I mean, at least it's a real monkey. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh there's another thing. Um, yeah. When they um, when the monkey's on the iPad uh, guy's um shoulder monkey man monkey man yeah that's him and when they walk into that bar and um, oh yeah the monkey does a hail <laughs> I, I heard somewhere that's what like 80 shots yeah to do. <laughs> so that's one of the funniest things i think they they go to the um digging site yeah holy shit the amount of extras in the fuck this like it's just so impressive like oh, it's yeah. something out of lawrence of the arabia mm-hmm. i haven't seen that movie but i've seen enough stills to know it's really good really long Really? Yeah. Have you seen it? It's like three and a half hours long. Am I calling a spade a spade? Is it right? Yeah. Is it similar? Yeah. Okay. Because you get the white guy in Egypt and all the other like extras who probably are just like locals from Cairo. Yeah. Like the area. Uh, They filmed in the same place they filmed uh, Tatooine in Star Wars. Same area. I thought it was um, Tunisia. Oh, Tunisia. Yeah, they filmed the same area. When he's having the rocket launcher, when he's when Mm -hmm. Indiana Jones holds the rocket launcher, that's the same canyon where R two D two gets. Invaded yeah. by the Jawas. Felt very familiar. Yeah, it's very. I guess it's uh, Lucas's favorite spot to film. I, 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 <laughs> he has the staff. He finds out where the Ark is located. Um, he waits until night to see where it goes. Um, well, my thing is, why, why, why didn't he wait for them all to leave? Well, they were going to find it anyway. Yeah. It looks like they were getting close That's to finding true. it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, he finds it. Uh, his friend helps him out. And it just looks so fucking cool. You know? Oh yeah! Oh, when you they talk open, about that a little when bit. they open the top and there's that um statue, just like yeah, the Sphinx. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I just love it all. And then the Nazis find him. They have Marion too. It's funny. He finds Marion and he's like, "Oh, I can't, I can't save you right now." Well, I'm I mean, just close. Uh, I mean, he's not wrong for not for doing that because yeah. oh, no, there's this scene where Marion gets got a drunk mission with um because you know how we already know from you know the Nepal scene. That she has a very high tolerance for alcohol, and she's drinking with the uh, the French guy. Think I I think that seems really unnecessary, but they have it anyway. I kind of like it. We forgot to mention one of the most iconic lines in the series at this part. What snakes? Why do it have to be, be snakes? snakes. <laughs> I remember in the Lego game you had to be a different character. Oh really? Interact with snakes. This there was some. Characters that were scared of spiders, some characters that were scared of snakes, well, yeah, it was some characters that were afraid of rats. Yeah, yeah and the third one. Mm-hmm. I think I might just pop in Indiana Jones after this. Indiana Jones, Lego Indiana Jones after this. Just play the entire game, man. <laughs> just get all those. There's so many unlockables in that game. Um, yeah. I remember, uh, at least the DS version. Yeah. The, the last unlockable character is, um, I mean. Is it, it Batman? No. Or something like that? It's the. Because um, Indiana mean, Jones was a, the last unlockable character in Lego Star Wars. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I remember uh, the last unlockable character, at least for the DS version, is um from the Last Crusade when uh the villain gets the wrong cup and he t- turns like turns into like a skeleton. <gasps> oh, I would think I remember that. I yeah, the last yeah, that or clown. I think it was yeah. either one of those. I vaguely remember the DS game, but I I, I remember the original trilogy mm-hmm. Lego Star Wars DS game. That game yeah, was one I had. weird as yeah. fuck. That game was really weird. It was not. It was not like the console oh, versions yeah, at all. It's so much different. It's like the graphics were not great. And there's so many bugs in those games. They also had a uh, Game Boy Advance version, and oh, I also had that, and it was awful. Was that the first Lego game? 
No, it came out around 2006, and they were still making Game Boy Advance games uh-huh. at that time. We're back to Indiana Jones. We're gonna get sidetracked a lot. That's, that's totally we fine. That's totally that. fine. Meriden, they 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 drop Meriden with Indy. They escape. There's like a a sequence with a lot of dead corpses. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's another trope that we're gonna see a lot. I love that though. <laughs> that's one trope I love. I yeah. love when the the series gets like scary. That sequence was much more horrible than the snakes for me because it was physically very demanding. I was alone in the catacombs and we did a whole sequence of me running through the catacombs and various things happening. But I found that much more difficult than the snakes. I'll take the snakes any day of the week. And action. They try to get on a plane to escape. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really work out for them. Yeah, that, that was the last thing that um those kids had to film 20 years later because they didn't have access to like an airplane like that. Yeah. So like, uh, that's the last thing they had to get The them. guy gets chopped out by a fucking propeller. I fucking love it. This is a family movie. It's it's wicked. And he takes the punches really good, too. That oh, guy's yeah. a fucking tank. Well, you, <laughs> you can tell that the guy was like, a, like an old-timey boxer because um, he had that, like, 1930s boxing stance with no gloves. When they yeah. Like, he had that mustache, too, like a vaudeville. Um... And the explosion that happens when the plane explodes because the the truck yeah. explodes and it follows through the gasoline. Um, love it. That whole sequence, you could say it's unnecessary because they don't they don't get on the plane no, at I, all. Yeah. Nothing happens. Yeah, but was... it's awesome. Like it 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 fits the movie. It doesn't need to be there, but it it, it it's lesser without it. You know. Well, I mean, I don't get why he tried to steal the plane anyway because he doesn't know how to fly. I mean, like later on, I, I think he learns how to fly, but. I mean, I don't know. No, after that right. is the is the iconic. Uh, I think is the second is a close second to like the best scene in the movie. Uh, the horse race, the horse chase oh, with yeah. the tr- trucks and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, I think everyone points this as being the best scene, but I kind of like the Cairo chase better. Like mm-hmm. he gets shot, and then one of the Nazis punches him in the arm. Oh, it's oh yeah, brutal. dude, that's fucked up. Yeah, he uh, is on in front of the truck, and they try to ram him into the front of the other car. So he has to go under the truck. The stunt work, like, holy shit. And this is something straight out of a a Western. They know the moves, but at 25 miles an hour on a dirt road, they don't always make it. Hold it, Terry. Nobody has a gun at your head. Nobody's making you do this stuff. Terry Leonard will try to top one of the classic movie stunts. It's similar to uh, a stunt that... Yakima Canuck did back uh, 42 years ago with a stagecoach. But we're doing it now with a truck. Yeah, with stagecoaches mm-hmm. and horses and stuff like that. Well, even like, under like trains, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's so good. and it, it But it modernizes it for, for a 1980s audience, which is interesting because it's a period piece as well. Yeah. And then they get on the ship. Mm-hmm. He says bye to his friend. Marion gives him a little kiss. He's happy about that. Oh, she gave him three kisses. One oh, yeah. For you. One for your kids, one for your wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but that lasts uh, not too long because, you know, the Nazis are always on the tail. And the Nazis check everywhere. Somehow, Indiana Jones hides away from everything in the ship. No one can find him. Um, they Yeah, he was in, I think, an air duct. And then that one guy threw like, a cigarette at his head. Yeah, like, yeah. just, okay, whatever. But um, And they believed the captain. Mm-hmm. He's like, I killed him. And like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, you killed him. 
is kind of like James Bond. That's another big influence with yeah. Indiana Jones. Like, I'm going to drop you in this cage. You'll see, you'll get out of this predicament, and I'm not going to watch you. I'm not going to watch you die. I'm guessing they're huge fans of at least Lucas and Spielberg because they hire him later on, James Bond. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the opening of Temple of Doom, straight out of a James Bond movie. So, yeah, and he swims all the way to the German submarine. Indiana Jones is a fucking superhero, clearly. All of a sudden, the movie turns supernatural. Oh, yeah. And we get a terrifying sequence. I guess this is Spielberg's preview to, like, Poltergeist, but fuck, man. What are those ghosts? Uh, They're just art ghosts. Are they just ghosts of the people who are holding them? Yeah, I don't know. I really don't care. It's... It's horrifying. No, it, it, it's still, it was pretty good even today, honestly. The finale of Ghostbusters kind of reminds me of this movie. Oh, yeah. The ending of this movie. 100%. You know, I feel like they did take a Definitely lot of inspiration for this. Yeah. Do they ever confirm what was in the Ark? It's supposed to be the, the Ten Commandments, right? What they supposedly had to hold the Ten Commandments when they went from Egypt to Israel to the, the homeland. You know, like when Moses, you know, split the Red Sea. Right. And, yeah, that's what they were holding it in, apparently. Okay. But I don't know how it got back to Egypt, though. So like, I, don't, right. I thought they went to the, the promised land was Israel. So she's back in America. Uh, looks like they're about to consummate Shia LaBeouf. And then... <laughs> well, I think they... End they, of the movie. I think they um conceived him. Uh, if I remember, them, like it was like a little bit before their marriage. Yeah. I think um he left her before Last Crusade. Yeah. Yeah, because I he's, think so. He's new love interest in the Last Crusade. So. Yeah, and the movie ends uh, pretty ominously. Huge warehouse of cases, and you just—that's another thing that says like, look how many adventures this man has oh, been yeah. on. You know, all those cases are probably some of the well, stuff he's found. I think is that's Area Fifty One. We don't know that oh, not, at that yet. point. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's supposed to be Area Fifty One. You know, plays into the alien conspiracy of the fifties. Harrison. <laughs> Have you ever done anything like this? Dragging behind a car? Dragging behind a car. Dragging behind a car. I roll camera! No? <laughs> Just uh, one more useless experience. I'm sure it's not dangerous. See, if it was dangerous, they would wait until we got more of the movie done. This is a bona fide classic, and oh, I, yeah. I know it's, I know it's not like a hot take or whatever, but no, it's, not not for this movie in particular. I I think this is just it's, it's revolutionary, of, you know. It's and, one, it's one of not of like, maybe even like one of the best um, movies to involve, you know, treasure seeking or just. I can't think of anything else. Like the fact that I'm not even interested in any other like I've never seen National Treasure. I think I gave it a try. I got bored of it. There's a lot of prelude in those movies. Yeah. No, but and you can tell too that they knew how successful Star Wars was, yeah, and they used those components, yeah, just like and I'm sure they were more confident about this being a hit than Lucas felt about Star Wars being a hit, and this what this was a hit. This was the number one movie of 1981. It dethroned uh, what movie did it dethrone? Cheech and Chong, Nice Dreams, right before the hand. Shout out Cheech and Chong. It opened with Clash of the Titans and the History of the World Part One. Have you seen any of those? Oh, I've seen History of the World Part One with Mel Bl- um, what's the name? Mel Brooks. Yeah, um, came out the same weekend. Eighty one was a kind of a a lesser year in the eighties, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I don't even know. was the thing eighty one or the no? top three movies of that year, at least in the U S. was at number three, Superman two, mm. the original. Uh, 
That we were talking about Superman that's before. That's actually a good movie. <laughs> like the first two Superman movies are actually yeah. pretty good. Last time I seen that was like twelve, maybe. Mm-hmm. That was it was a, it was a long time ago. A movie called On the Golden Pond by uh, an older Catherine Hedburn and Henry Fonda. So like, I, I yeah I have no idea. And uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. So shuts out. Clearly, Hollywood was going through like a transitional period where mm-hmm. it was like big blockbusters and then like old movie stars as well. After six weeks, after dropping off of off of the number one spot, it came back into number one mm-hmm. on the sixth week, and then stayed there for nine weeks. Never will happen ever again like that. Like movies were just movies are nowadays popular the most on the first weekend and kind of trickle off afterwards. That happened with Avatar though when they re-released it like a couple years ago and it went yeah it went again. up. That's yeah. that's 2009. That's not a couple years no, ago. No, no, I meant when, when they re-released it. Oh, did it? I think it went, it went, I mine went number one. Oh yeah, but that's that's different. I'm talking about like a new movie coming out. It's still on its original run. Uh-oh. It draw. It still being in the top ten, and then it going back up to number one after being out for six weeks. Yeah. Like imagine a, a, a movie, this movie being out for more than a month, and being like. Maybe I should go check it out now. Everyone else is checking it out right now, six weeks later. I wonder if Infinity War or Endgame had that happen. No, it didn't. No. All the opening weekend. It, trust me, everyone sees the opening weekend now because of the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and more theaters exist now. Digital projection, you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot less expensive. But, you know, back in the day, there's a good chance your Raider screening was just sold out all the time. You know, no one you couldn't get a seat. Um, this played for over a year in theaters so i mean i i know a lot of the star wars movies are the same way they played mm-hmm. for over a year in yeah theater. um do we still have ranking on this podcast yeah so what's the rating system now do you still have um i want to change my rating system yeah. i've been trying to like figure it out but like for now let's just do numbers so so out of 10 out of 10, 10. what would 10 okay 10 yeah 100%. 10 for me too um i've seen it too many times to really like you know, rewatch it so yeah. much. It's one of those movies where I can just put on. I only have to like really watch it. Cause I've seen it so many times. Oh, like yeah, this is a good part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, after the success of uh, Raiders, uh, Spielberg went off to do a little movie called E.T. Like I said before, he came up with the idea during um, Raiders with uh, Harrison Ford's wife or then wife. I wonder um, which part inspired them, like filming. I don't know, actually. It's my favorite Spielberg movie, to be honest with you. Mine's probably, I know that's a hot take. Mine's probably Jaws, but yeah, I, I, I respect that. Um, and people hate on ET now. They say it's like too sincere or too much like a kid movie. I'm like, well, it God, is a kid movie, but it's so but really that's good, what Spielberg yeah. is. That is what Spielberg is 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 is. That's what Spielberg is the strongest when he's yeah. working with kid. I yeah, my favorite I don't know. movie is Schindler's List. <laughs> Well, people do think Schindler's List is one of my fa- his favorite movies, oh, yeah. but that's like a totally different part of his career, which I think the movie that we're going to get to, Temple of Doom, is a turning point in his career, and he never goes back to making anything like this ever again. Uh, gone are the violent movies of Jaws and Raiders and, and Temple of Doom after this. I guess I should start with, this is my favorite Indiana Jones movie. I don't care what anyone says. I've gotten shit for it all my life. Rewatching it, I love this movie. Yeah. But there's a character in this movie that I cannot stand. Willie? Yeah. She's the okay. most annoying character. I, in any, I don't mind Willie, and here's why. This movie's pure chaos, and he, she adds 
an element of chaos to to the movie that I personally appreciate. Some may not because she she is made to yeah. be annoying. Yeah, I know that, but it's just like she's like the jar jar of this movie. It, honestly, I, I'm willing to look over her character because everything else is so, and she's not even like I'm not even looking over it. It's just a part of the experience that I don't mind. Yeah, this movie is just to me as a kid was my favorite, and what I think about still to this day as what Indiana Jones is, and I know that's crazy because a lot of people think, oh, Indiana Jones punching Nazis. That's half the movies. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. That's half the movies. Well, I like like what? Who decided that this sh- this is what Indiana Jones should be doing? There really isn't a villain in this movie. No, there is. Moloron. Well, 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 well yes, definitely. he is. Well, he looks like. Have you seen uh, the Scooby Doo movie? Oh, <laughs> the tattooed guy in yeah, the Scooby Doo movie. Like Yo, this and, and the Scooby Doo movie. Too. Because they're summoning, you know, like the monster. Yes. It's, and, and they have like this, the sucky, like they have like this thing like attached to the, the heart. And hypnotized too. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Temple of Doom in the first Scooby-Doo movie. Not so, not so different, honestly. And they were childhood classics. Yeah, they are I love, like, I've seen this movie the most. This must, I think this was on TBS the most when they played uh, Indiana Jones. probably when I've seen the second most. In some major cities, fans waited in line all night to be the first to see Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I closed my eyes once. It, it, it was too gross. I just couldn't stand it. <laughs> and if I were 10 years old and saw it, I would have nightmares probably for a year. It, it drains you as you watch it, you know. It's really an exciting experience, and I plan on seeing it again. Were you turned off by any of it? No. Nope. I've already seen it twice. This one twice? I've already seen it twice. It showed at 9.30 and then again at 12, and I was here for both of them. Any disappointments for you? No. I like it. How about you? Oh, it's as good as the first one, if not better. Uh, I thought the action was real great. I think it's Lifeboat and Rage of the Lost Ark. I liked them both, though. So I'm just saying. Uh, it doesn't feel like Indiana Jones movie, in my opinion. <gasps> no, no, no. It's a well, good movie. See, here's the thing. <laughs> Why is that? Because Why is that? You're in one place almost the entire movie. That, that is only a rule that is established in the third one. Who has <laughs> to? Who said that it has to happen like that? Why can't he just go on a single adventure? That that's why I love it. Mm-hmm. The fact that it is one adventure and it's contained in this crazy, insane, bizarro, surreal, otherworldly place. I get it. It's not at all accurate to real life at all. Yeah. But like, did you not see what happened at the end of the last movie? It attempts at least, and I love it. it you may not agree that it 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 it, it uh, matches it, but it it attempts to do something different, but. St- also match up to the in scale mm-hmm. as big as the first one no I, I do love this movie i'm not saying anything bad about that but when i think of indiana jones i think of like a guy who just goes around the world he's just in, like in two he's in what china yeah. and india yeah that's I, about it i get it it's not a bad thing you know i get it it's just you you could say like the first one it, most of the time it's in egypt in the desert yeah, you know that's true. after he goes to nepal where else does he go other than cairo and that's uh, like let's... that's like a whole hour of the movie. Like by the, I, I'm gonna defend this movie, man. I and I love Raiders, and not I'm not shitting on Raiders. And I I just I'm just saying I to me they they're equal. I definitely prefer Raiders, but this movie though is uh, I, I remember I haven't seen this movie in a while. Yeah, I watched it yesterday, and I know there's a lot of hate for it. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna hate this. Okay, there's I, one I, thing I, I there. Okay, there's one thing I can't defend. We'll get to it. Yeah. it's hard to defend it, and I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I, I, it's, 
It's so good, man. I love everything about it. The first time around, I thought we should really meet Indiana Jones in action with his hat and his leather jacket um, and his pouch and his belt and whip. But as, um, as, as time wore on and we did so well with the first film, I was a little braver with the second one. And George said, come on, Steve, please, let's just show him in a tuxedo. Let's present Indiana Jones in, in, in the best possible light. Let's show this guy as a, as a glamour hero. So I said, all right, George. And we uh, went ahead and designed a 15 to 18 minute third act climax from an unseen Indiana Jones adventure. You won't have to wait for the exposition and the development of all the characters. All you get is the dessert. We'll start with the opening. The opening is bizarre. Very bizarre. I don't know. I, I, it's not something you typically see in an Indiana Jones movie, but... I think, I think it sets the tone like like it's it's like these movies are homages to other movies. Mm-hmm. So there is it's going to have homages to like older 1930s movies as well, like The Gold Diggers of 33. And the, the dance number is fine. I just I, I just really don't like Willie at all. Oh, yeah. She, she I like the even, like the dancing. She she ruins the dance number for you. Even like the last crusade, like at least all the indie girls. Yeah. They know what they're talking about. Yeah. They have an understanding archaeology. Willie just is there for the most Yeah, but part. like that's what makes that that is what makes it interesting within the series. No, they pulled a little trick on me. They made him three years younger, three years younger, two years, two or three years younger than he was last time. Now, I don't know. I don't know why they would do something like that uh, because I got uh, I got three years older and the character got two years younger, which makes me five years older than I should be for the character. And uh, and I can feel the difference. Notably, 1935, not 1936. Yeah, a lot of people, I, I realize this, I didn't even know it was a prequel till much later. Sad, though, because it's like, what happened to Short Round after this movie? I like to think, I actually don't like to think that Short Round went into the U.S. because that wouldn't go right for him. Oh, you, you, oh you, yeah. And in, in, uh, World but War II. Chinese though. You think 1940s America cares? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, where would Short Round be safe, honestly? Because Shanghai in the 1940s isn't too good either. Oh. No, no, no. Uh, no, honestly uh, though, I think he would have been okay in the U.S. because yeah. uh, there was a thing in the U.S. I think during World War II where they um there's like a movement where they protected people who are chinese because they were getting you know confused oh you think uh indy would have his back on that 100 percent, i think but i just find it sad how like i think indy should have like adopted him or like maybe like had him along in i mean i guess we don't know (laughs) maybe he did adopt him he never mentions it and you think he was gonna take him on a journey to find the lars ark after he went through that traumatizing experience in India. Well, are we going to have a tangent about uh, Kiki Kwan, or are we going to... Sure. First off, I love how now he's a big star, and people who are trying to reclaim this film now and trying to Mm -hmm. reclaim Short Round is actually, oh, he's all right. Fuck you. I was surprised I was was a Short Round fan. Yeah, I know. People don't like... People didn't like Short Round for the longest time. The opening sequence is is some of my favorite shit. Oh, I think after the dance, um, minus Willie. Yeah. Probably one of the most like suspenseful openings in the series. Straight out of With, a Bond movie. Well, I, as a kid, I wanted that um that, that the table, you know, when they like put the diamond on there. Yeah. As a kid, I, I wanted that so bad. I actually got one for my table as a kid. Yeah. And I used to always like pretend I put a diamond on there and I just roll it <laughs> on the thing. 
Uh, did you know that all three of the characters are named after dogs? Willie, Indiana, and uh, Short Round. Oh, really? Yeah, I forgot to mention that uh, George Lucas originally wanted the character's name to be Indiana Smith. Mm-hmm. It was named after his dog, Indiana, but thank God they went with Jones. Sounds a lot better than yeah, Indiana Smith. Sounds a lot better. The fight scene, well, the opening think, fight scene. What do you think about that? I love the the, the scene as a whole. Just not the dance. Was the, I mean, it's not bad. I just find it kind of just out of place, which is not, like not a bad thing. Who's that waiter guy? I always saw that guy as like the Alfred Molina equivalent. Like, yeah. oh, just some guy. <laughs> Shish kebab kill. Very so, silly. So funny though. Very silly. But I love when they uh, they shoot his assistant with the champagne bottles going off. Yeah, I, and it I makes the same. Really yeah, good. it's very clever. I love the composition when the balloons fall and all the balloons. And it's just such a great visual. And I love how he uses the gong shield, the Tommy gun. Well, I don't know why. When the balloons fall, it kind of reminds me of The Godfather Part 2. Yes. New Year's. And he's like, I knew it was you, Fredo. Yes. I I, I don't know why. It reminds me of that. There's a New Year's Eve sequence, I believe, in uh, either New Year's or uh, 4th of July sequence in Phantom Thread that reminds me of it, too. Like, Mm -hmm. but just all balloons and confetti falling. I love the visual. And, like, it's something you just... Name another movie where you see, like, a ballroom fight direct... And it's Spielberg. That's the thing. I, I, I think people give this movie a lot of hate because... They they rather see his talent somewhere else and not like some cheesy schlocky B movie. This is a well, B movie. It, it definitely is more of a. This B is movie the than most the first B movie one. out of the first one, and yeah. I don't care. But I Frank Frank I embrace that because to me, like I said, they're not very like thought provoking movies, mm-hmm. you know. So like if they indulge in the the B movie campiness, I'm 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 here for it. And you know what the club is called? Which club club? Obi One. Really? Yeah, yeah. It says it's throughout the whole thing. Um. He escapes with Marion, and we get introduced to a short round. Oh, Marion? Marion. Oh, Willie. <laughs> I wish it was Marion, honestly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just want to say that the only thing that I think is kind of a plot hole in the beginning, yeah. when he gives the, uh, Lao um, that, like, uh, the ashes of, like, the first, main, I think, like, main dynasty ruler, yeah. why would he do that? He's a very, oh, it belongs to the museum kind of guy. I mean, I, I guess that's the prequel. I mean, no, even, like, um, in the third one, when he's a kid, he still has a oh, museum Yeah, museum mentality. standpoint. But it is a good point. You know, yeah, it is I, a good I, point. I saw that. I'm like, he's very, you know, oh, um, like, oh, he got the diamond. I, I don't, well, you know what? Yeah. He always fails. He kind of yeah. fails at his first he, mission. I mean, he, he failed at this first mission much. in yeah. the beginning. And then he fails here because he doesn't get the Ming Dynasty or the jewel. Whatever happened to the... Uh, I don't think they ever got it. Yeah. It was on the ground and then Willie was trying to get it. And then all the, the ice falls and the balloons fall. You know what? Maybe the, throughout the, the whole Indiana Jones canon, we only seen the successful missions. And everything else he's just failed at. But he fails <laughs> in Raiders. And well, he gets... He's, he gets the, well, that's right! Think about it. Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark would have not changed a thing because the Nazis would have gotten hold of the Ark. And they would have opened it. They would have all died. Well, Hitler would have died too. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so we're kind of breaking, we're kind of ruining the movie for you guys. <laughs> After the chase, we meet Dan Aykroyd. Oh yeah, I forgot. Did he not was, know he. I forgot he was in that com- movie. Yeah. Didn't know it was him. For literally found out this week. Well, I did not know it was him. He had I a British it, accent. It was when, crazy. When I watched him, like, is that Dan Aykroyd? I'm like, no, there's no way because he has a British accent. Yeah. But in that scene when they go on the plane, mm-hmm. I love the scene. He's like, "See you later, Lau." Mm-hmm. And then like, he says his full name. And it's like a comic laugh, too. His yeah. eyes are lit, specifically. Oh, he's, he's, it's so uh, good. He's like a cartoon villain. 
actually there was supposed to be a plane sequence chase after uh they got on a plane it was yeah they can't just let him go on though they yeah um don't worry we'll get one in the next one but yeah. it was cut well for budget reasons apparently they they uh they refuel on chunkin Oh yeah, so, no, <laughs> so I, I love how, and the, the map sequences like they, yeah. they show where they stop. Yeah, but like when they stopped, did they not realize like Indy, Willie, and Short Round? They were all asleep, on, probably. Yeah, you know they just went through a crazy high speed chase. <laughs> I wonder what Willie is thinking because she probably thought like I had this good gig for this mobster boss in Shanghai, and now I'm just like being taken on an adventure with this this random archaeologist. How did she get slash... to Shanghai? She's from what Missouri. How do you know. how do you get there? I'm told you it's like a mob thing, probably. Yeah, maybe. You know? Crazy that they jump out of a plane with a a life raft. Oh, yeah, yeah. When we, this part is weird because they jump out with nothing. Yeah. And then later on in the movie, Willie changes like three times. They go they go to the temple and they, they... no, but even before that, she changes she her clothes. Yeah. Okay, that's crazy. <laughs> Imagine maybe you know she does seem like the type of person to pack her clothes. Yeah, but they, with her. when they jumped out of the plane, they had nothing with. No, them. they had nothing yeah. with her. I don't know how she changed her clothes. A bit impractical, a bit ridiculous. But mind you, this is all within the first twenty minutes. Yeah, this is really this is going really fast paced. Have you been on the Indiana Jones ride in Disney? No, not in California. I've been yeah. to the set show in Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, actually played an extra. You had to sign a waiver and everything. Really? Yeah, it was actually pretty cool. For what was this? It for? was like a stage show uh thing where like you could be part of the the tour and they show you the behind the scenes mm-hmm. of like how they like you know they show you how to act as an extra in Indiana Jones thing. This should be a fucking Temple of Doom roller coaster. I'll get no. we'll we'll get to no, it, but no. this should be a fucking Temple of Doom roller coaster. And the one in California, um later on when they're in, like in, yeah. the, in the mine carts. Yeah. It's just the ride is just like that. This movie if for anything else, has the most theme park potential. Oh yeah, <laughs> Club Obi Wan could be a Disney restaurant, guys. I'm li- literally giving you ideas. Get to it. Well, it's like how Cars um has like their Cars World. Yes, and the end yeah. like, but like you know what they do? they'll probably do the boring thing because what what do more what do people know more about indiana jones the, the, the sandy desert it would be it. some sandy desert bullshit that would be indiana jones land i'm sorry but like that's probably what they would it would be the what, cheapest option what, this is like the only movie too where they don't say the title in the movie do they explicitly ever call like that palace the temple of I doom i think so it's a bit ridiculous like of a name well um, i mean what else would you i don't know what else you raiders of the it. lost ark yeah i know yeah because they yeah. like lost Ark, you know, that's what they're finding. Uh, the Last Crusade, it's the Last Crusade of the Holy yeah. Grail. Indiana Jones and the magical Hindu rocks of Shiva. <laughs> yeah. And the rocks of Shiva doesn't have a good, good, uh, <laughs> good ring to it. Well, I mean, this is like um, chronologically like the, the uh, earliest one. Well, that and also like the myth, like the um, the lore behind it. I think it's also the oldest. Yeah, I don't think it's actually real. Like these magical oh, rocks. I, I have no idea. No, I don't think these magical rocks are actually like a thing in uh, in Indian culture. I, th- I think it's just bullshit. So maybe that's another thing people have about it. Like, oh, it's not based on actual. And yes, I'll I'll dress the elephant in the room right now. This movie is kind of racist. Oh, short round has some lines that are kind of questionable. He's like, there's a line where he's stepping on like uh. Some some bugs and he's like, oh, it sounds like fortune cookies. Oh yeah, no, no I, I think Indy said that. <laughs> no, he says that fortune cookies aren't even Chinese; they're American. That too. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know that. Not even Chinese. I'm trying to. Like... Were fortune cookies even around in 1935? That's, that's another question. The dinner scene. Uh, 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, Hindu people are, like, vegetarian. Yeah, that was <laughs> the most racist shit I've ever seen in a movie. Um, to be fair, they cut out a line that in- Indiana Jones was going to say that said, these people are eating meat. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but this was a line that was cut for some reason. These people are eating meat. This must be a front. Because, mind you, the people at the palace, yeah, no, they're in the, not... In the village, they were eating, like, the like the grain. Yeah, yeah. That and made more like, sense. Yeah, but... that makes more sense. I wish they kept that line in there. It could have saved them. Yeah, and like the monkey, like and like the soup with the eyeballs, like that. That's yeah, racist. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine in Disney they serve that shit to you. That'd be so funny. <laughs> the monkey brain. I believe the DS game had a mini game yeah, with the yeah, monkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and even like even now, honestly, yeah. like that's like kind of like a family joke. My family. Yeah. Whenever we have like like disgusting food, I mean, I rather have the monkey brain for any joke. That's what I mean. Like <laughs> when people. Bring up Temple of Doom. It's actually, honestly, one of the most memorable scenes. Is that scene? It's unfortunate. Well, I think really quotable. <laughs> like in my opinion, I think this movie, yeah, probably the most quotable movie in the series. Like Gaudi Ma, I say that shit all the Gaudi time. Ma, the heart in his hand. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I really, I just, I'm a fanboy for this movie. Every, almost every scene is rewatchable. And then they meet the village people. You mentioned that uh, Willie just refuses to eat though the food. That's fucked up. Uh, it's I mean, fucked up. It does look gross. Yeah, but if someone but offers like if, you yeah, food, if someone offers you and it, they yeah. said enough for like a week for a week, like yeah, bro, you, you just eat, eat it. Yeah, just eat it. It's funny. Um, you probably would have gotten food poisoning eating that food, but they actually the whole crew. I forgot to mention this in Raiders. The whole crew when they went to Tunisia, they got food poisoning because they ate food around. Oh, is that what Harrison Ford got the stomach flu? Yeah. yeah. Um. Everyone but uh, Spielberg didn't get sick, and apparently they said it's because he all he ate when he, he was there is SpaghettiOs. So, eh, I respect funny, that. Fun tri- trivia. When they get to the village, I kind of forgot, not going to lie, that the yeah. UK had a hold of India. I'm uh, like, yeah. why are they speaking English? And, yeah. then, and then I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, they kind of knew English. Sense, yeah. I, but like, and there's a British yeah. guy at the temple as well. No, but, He's like, the shining guy, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, he's the butler. Yep. Yeah, they send them on their way. They would have a uh, some elephants. Um, beautiful, beautiful landscape cinematography. Willie put some. Uh, she gets her shit though. Like every time she's annoying, she gets shit for it though. Oh, yeah, that's why I, I like at least Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks doesn't gets rewarded yeah, does. for being no, when he shots. I mean, I guess when he Jar Jar like... Binks gets rewarded for 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 uh for being a a little shithead. You know, she gets punished for being annoying. Yeah. Uh, she puts a uh, perfume on on uh, the elephant and uh, gets her payback. I honestly, I think I actually prefer Jar Jar over her. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Whoa, what? That's kind of he's, crazy. He's, I think Jar Jar is at least like kind of funny. But, but Willie just complains. If you take her out, aren't you missing something? Oh yeah, you are. You're missing something. You know, like you need, you need something. What would you rather have? Like what type of of female or like Probably, male character would you have? Well, would you have like, rather have a male? I would just have uh, Indian short round. I, I think them together is perfect. I I get it, but like it is trying to be tropey. Yeah, and it is a big blockbuster film. You know, you're gonna need you a, need a little romance in there. Yeah, somewhere. romance, female counterpart. But I, I think just them together, short round and indie, they like bounce off each other so well. Oh, yeah, and I love the scene when they're playing poker together. Yeah, and that you cheat, you cheat. It's so, it's so it's so funny. And short round actually turns out cheating. cheating too. Well, I haven't seen everything everywhere all at once yet. Yeah, but I, I I've heard it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's great, and it's so crazy how um 
he's known who's known for only two movies like over 30 years ago. Yeah, that and Goonies, Goonies. which have you know, has a very similar DNA to Indiana Jones. I mean, I guess you need someone in the mix who's stupid and doesn't know what they're doing with with Willie. Yeah. But I, I just but like I just, imagine I, everyone knew what like to me it fits because the Temple of Doom to her is the is a total nightmare. Yeah. Cause it's like completely foreign to her and completely and that's why I like the opening, because it shows how glamorous the 1930s is compared yeah. to the, the, yeah, the dark, you know, of Temple of, Temple of Doom. Yeah, yeah, Temple of Doom. So, like, if she was fighting Nazis, yeah. that I would have a problem with that. If she was with, like, Indiana Jones during any other adventure, it wouldn't work. But for this one, it fe- it fits her, because it fits the adventure that she's in. Because it she's going on, like, literally the most horrifying experience of her life. I kind of like seeing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, yeah. At this point, you know, Indy and even Short Round are like, yeah, we've done this before. Yeah, I would love to see. Uh, has Short Round really done this before? I, I think this is something new to him. Well, I, I mean, they don't really explain how long Short Round is known yeah. Indy for. Well, they, I mean, they they have some backstory. They met him at, during the bombing of Shanghai. Yeah, uh, I don't know when that was. Uh, I don't. I don't know when that was either. I'm yeah. assuming in probably 30s, 30s, 20s. Yeah. yeah. I honestly hope. He may. I mean, if he, how would you feel if Short Round makes an appearance in the new movie? I wouldn't mind. Just like I, 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 I always like it, wanted. But... I always wanted uh, a Short Round spinoff. Honestly. Yeah. Well, I rather him. Well, than you kind of got up. that with. Yeah. I, 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 I wish like, if you were gonna end it off with the Last Crusade, you, you could have had a Keiki Kwan in his teenage years. Yeah. You know, it, like just going on adventures in the 1940s or something what like that. What happened to him after the 80s? I don't even know what happened. Um, I just know that, didn't get yeah. the roles because, you know, it's just Hollywood being racist and, like, he just couldn't get any roles, so he quit acting. I think he was an Encino man in the 90s, but that was literally the only thing he was in afterwards. For the longest time, I, 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 I love acting, and I, I couldn't get a job. Hollywood didn't want me. Uh, there were no roles for me, and I spent the majority of my time in my late teens and early 20s just waiting for the phone to ring, and, and it really rang, so I had no choice but to, to step away. Uh, but it was just difficult to be an Asian actor at that time. I think that Daniels just got a hold of him, um, and he started acting again right afterwards, and then now he's, now he's acting. Now he got. Yeah. Now he's back into acting. Now, now he's an like, Oscar winner. Now Holy he's shit! A celebrity now. Too. Yeah. Reminds me of um, Macaulay Culkin a little bit. Ah, uh, like, but this is like no, way no, bigger of a no, comeback. Way bigger. You know? But remember, I remember he was gone for like yeah. a very long time as well. Keiki Kwan is different though because like it seemed like I just saw like seeing interviews of him during like Temple of Doom and Goonies. He seemed like on top of the world mm-hmm. and like seeing interviews now. It's like just he sad. when he mentioned it like. In between that time, he's felt like he was just like a failure and like yeah, he would so never sad. become. It's, yeah, really so sad. I'm so, so happy when he won the Oscar. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see him get it again. It, yeah, yeah, honestly. Mom, I just want an Oscar. Yeah, I haven't seen Goonies in a while. Goonies I got, I got rewatched. It's a banger. I, I'm trying to remember who's in the. You got uh, Kiki Kwan in that movie. You got Corey Feldman in that movie. You got the guy who plays. Um, He's in Sa- Stranger Things. He yeah, plays, he's uh, Sam. And I'll, I'll, say, writers, I'll, I'll uh, just say Sam from Lord of the Rings, but him too. Oh, yeah. He's, he's Mike, Sam. Yeah, I forget his name. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Josh Brolin. Josh, oh, is that his name? No, it's not Josh Brolin. Yeah, Josh Brolin. Is Josh Brolin Thanos? Yeah, he's the he's the the brother. Oh, oh yeah. The, oh, so I think of, that's it. That's speaking of Corey Feldman, this is another tangent. Yeah. Do you, uh, have you listened to his music, his music ever? Da- I had the podcast with Danny, and Danny mentioned Corey oh, Feldman. Dude, he, have you listened um, Angelica Go for the it. Core? Yeah. 
It's such an. I I, I didn't listen to it. I, I watched uh, Anthony Fantano's review. It's like an hour. It's like an hour long. No, and literally and goes the, the title's the worst album of 2016. It's it's pretty bad. Um, but see, it's one of those one of those um albums or like one of those he's one of those artists Corey Feldman yeah where like he's a bad artist but like I feel like that Macaulay Culkin comparison is more to him oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly but like but I, I feel like he, he might I, I think mentally he's not right like, uh, yeah. how do you so make that and release it I mean he's a child actor so there's a lot of baggage that goes with that because like you know? that, that, that album is yeah. one of the weirdest things I've ever listened to he was a good eighty star though. He's a good child actor. I mean, well, we covered see, him in uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, your Friday the final 13th. chapter. Yeah, uh, ninth episode. Oh, was that with Liam? Give that a listen. Yeah, Goonies, Stand by Me. I think he's in Lost Boys as oh, well. Oh, Stand I by didn't Me. See that. Yeah, River Phoenix also. Yeah, and Will, cool. Will Wheaton. Imagine Corey Feldman in 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 the short round role as a different. Just obviously, that would be very interesting. <laughs> that would be very racist. Well, obviously, he, he would be like an American kid. Yeah. Um, I don't think it would work. I think it kind of is cool that it's a kid from a different country. Yeah. You know? Well, I, uh, I, I just, I think this, um, the short round, like Kiki, Kiki Kwan, like his portrayal of just like a kid hanging out with like this grown man who was like a father figure to him. They probably went through a lot of auditions too. Oh, yeah. Honestly, like to get that role. Did you see the, um, and like picture? I said, Spielberg works best with kids, like E.T., Elliot, I forget mm-hmm. his name. Oh, oh, did you see the audition for that? Dude, I cry it's every single crazy. time I watch that. That kid is insane. And then right afterwards, he's like, "You got the job." Yeah. Oh, so good. I'm sorry. What were you saying though? No, oh, did you see the picture of um uh, Harrison Ford hugging him after he won his Oscar? Yeah, it was great. It was a little bit telegraphed that they had Harrison Ford yeah. present the award, but they knew he was gonna win. It was kind of a shoe win. I think it's. It was so. Sweet, it was so sweet. Yeah. I loved it. Where were we? At? I think we're. we're um, yeah, the, the, on the elephants. Yeah. Um, towards the palace, and then. They the stopped. bats. Oh, the bats. Oh, wait. I think I wrote something down about the vis- that. There's a shot of the bats. Like it's just a shot, it like a wide shot of the bats in the jungle. Like and there's like all these leaves and the sun is like illuminating on them. Mm-hmm. And it must be like hundreds of bats like in that shot. It is such a cool ass visual, man. I wonder are, are those real bats? I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they they are real bats for sure, for sure. Um, there's also bats in the Goonies. Yeah. Um, you get to uh this part where he sees like this um this 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 statue and severed fingers oh yeah they didn't even address that they just like didn't even mention the fingers that's like rated r type shit yeah, that is like at that point you know this movie is only in a different direction than rated yeah i forgot to me- I mentioned it earlier but like this movie was kind of singly responsible for creating the pg-13 rating you know, one one of the biggest filmmakers of all time makes an incredibly scary, violent if family you, film. You see, if it, if it was R, then no one, like kids wouldn't have seen yeah, it. Yeah, that's why the PG yeah, thirteen yeah. uh, rating was created, so it could signify to families that like this has also a little edge to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Poltergeist had a big thing to do with that too, because Poltergeist was also PG. Yeah, but that movie's that movie's a straight uh, up horror a, movie. A tangent, but yeah. Like, even the production for that movie is insane. Like Poltergeist. Yeah, they use real corpses. Did you know that? Yeah, but uh, I forget the the actress who plays the sister. Yeah, she died. She, she got killed by her boyfriend, or something like oh, that. Oh, really? Right? Wow. She got, yeah, I think I think something like that. I think uh, the daughter, the little girl, and she died. From, died. She had like a, some kind of disease. Yeah. Well, it moves. Like, movies that, like same with the exorcist. Like movies mm-hmm. that have like stories like that. 
I, I like my favorite horror movie is The Exorcist. Yeah. But like whenever I watch, I just feel weird after. Well, you've seen Poltergeist, right? Yeah. Doesn't that give you like a Spielberg, um, uh, like the the town in Poltergeist? Oh yeah. Straight out of ET. It, that looks like that it looks, looks like exactly it, like it, the town. But might be the same. It might be the same town actually. Like Mortal Kombat, it was the reason why the rating system existed. So I, 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 I see that as a form of pride. Uh, Mortal Kombat, I mean, Doom. Well, it's kind of like also um when they added the rating system for music. Like, oh yeah, the parent parent uh yeah advisory sticker thing. Yeah, I just find I don't know why like in they 80s, started doing 90s. that because of rap music. Yeah, which is like <laughs> probably a racial racial element to that. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I feel like th- at that time they try to get so PC with everything. It's like it's not. Oh, that that's deep. the Reagan era for you. Oh, yeah. That's the you know. Even just watching the movies from the 1980s, you'll see that like if yeah. you think of classic 80s movies, they're all early, early like, like Shining, Gi- Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, isn't 84? Isn't Ghostbusters too late 80s? Yeah, that's but, that's the thing too. It, yeah, it's not as good. Yeah. I was exhausted after the first 20 minutes. Were you scared by any of it? No. It might be scary for real little kids, but I think it'd be good for, you know, seven years old or so. But one mother and child walked out halfway through the movie. What was it about this movie that scared you? That all the fighting and burning. Did you cry or what? Close my eyes and hold my ears. Did you finally say to your mother that you wanted to leave? Mm-hmm. It's just too much violence and gore, mostly gore. How old is your little girl? Five years old. Uh, was she scared by the movie? No. She enjoyed it. Did she not ever cry or show any reaction? Oh, no. She was very happy. Spielberg, to this day, kind of disowns this movie. Well, it's I his think... least favorite movie. Oh, they ever made Are you? Yes. That's Are you crazy. kidding me, dude? <laughs> Fuck. Like, I'm sorry. He has worse movies. I'm sorry. Be proud. Yeah. Be proud of what you made here. Is that why Last Crusade is a lot like Raiders? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's 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 a course correction. This yeah. is just a weird tangent, but are you a Weezer fan? Yeah. And so you know the Blue Album? Pinkerton. Pinkerton. This is the Pinkerton. <laughs> well, like, Pinkerton, Pinkerton has been reclaimed. <laughs> yeah. Pinkerton has been reclaimed as one of the better albums because, you know, the, the, the Weezer's history after that. Mm-hmm. But well, Pinkerton is probably... It's my favorite. If you, okay, is if, the Blue Album, but yeah. Pinkerton is such an amazing album. It's a weird like concept, and it's a little like perverted. But I think it's, it's an amazing album. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. It's very perverted, but that's kind of like why I like about it because like it's it's it is honest and it's very like of the moment. Like yeah. River Cuomo was depressed at the time. He was mm-hmm. you know wasn't going through like so the art reflected it. I've actually seen them on, on Tuesday. Oh really? Yeah. Where? Uh, Philly. Okay. Uh, anyone else? Uh, it's them and Future Islands. I don't know who that okay. is though. But they were going on tour with um them and Modest Mouse, and I love Modest Mouse. But they're only gonna be with them in the Midwest. Do, yeah, do you know Modest sucks. Mouse? Yeah, I do. I love um, Modest Mouse. There's remember amazing. when they? I, I remember they played in PNC uh, a while back. Weezer, Little Wayne. Oh, that was oh I, I do remember that. I yeah. think Little Wayne had his rock era. Yeah, it's like the worst. Little Wayne. I, I hate that. <laughs> we get to the palace, and I we went over the dinner scene. Um. We have a little back and forth with Willie and uh, Indiana Jones. Well, it's, yeah, it's charming. It's, I think it's cringy. It's cringy. Okay, you think it's cringy, but it ends off pretty fucking awesome when the guy is blended in oh, into the fucking that part painting. Is crazy. So that's what I'm saying. And like, 
from here on out, the movie's awesome. Oh yeah. The, literally, the only slow part is when they're talking in dinner. Uh, that's the worst part of the movie because it, it's it's kind of racist and it's kind of boring. No, I, I think the worst, <laughs> I think the worst part is when they um when Willie's like, oh, he'll be back in five minutes, and he's like, oh, he'll be here in four and a half minutes. And it ends off with the guy blended in with the painting. No, it then, leads right into that. His death is like one like the craziest deaths in the movie. Oh, ceiling fan. Yeah, uh, shout out to the the ceiling fan for keeping that guy up. And that's when uh, Indiana Jones comes in. I think it's funny when she's like, "Oh, Indy," and she's oh, like, 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 "I'm right like, here." Having a panic attack. Yeah. He's, he's like touching like the breast of the statue. And she's like, like "I'm, I'm right, right here." here. <laughs> <laughs> she has a good. Mo- See, I, I'm. I really think you're 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 doing her dirty here. She has some good lines. Like she has her her, her moments. I get why she's in the movie. Like you know, like she's important to the plot. I just hate annoying characters. And I believe uh, she's she hasn't been in much. Uh, I, I, I believe who's the, who's the, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Spielberg's soon to be wife afterwards though. So, oh really? Yeah, I guess he liked the performance. <laughs> are, are, are they still together? Uh, I think so. Kate. Cape Capshaw is her name. Um, yeah, to this day, they're still. Uh, I guess I, I guess five after, children. I guess after that, she's like, "Yeah, I don't need to do work anymore. I got, <laughs> I got, I got my husband doing all the work now." Yeah, uh, it was before they were married. So, and then they go into the Temple of Doom where they at the bug tunnel. Fucking mm-hmm. traumatized me. As yeah, a that has traumatized me. Um, Willie soon follows. I love Indiana Jones's face when he's like, "We are going to die." <laughs> And his face is like he has like frowns like right before they cut. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Like, I I really do think this character is necessary because when Short Round and and Indy are in peril, it it's up to her, and it gets really really suspenseful when it's just up to her. If Marion was going into this, she would have gone right into yeah, it, right? Like, true. well, I mean, <laughs> she's the only indie girl that we don't know what happens to after afterwards. Her movie. Yeah, yeah. So, well, like, I don't think she's gonna hang around with him anytime. He probably well, yeah. dumps him. He's probably like, "I'm gonna go on another adventure. You want to come with?" Like, nah, nah. <laughs> I, I don't blame her. In Raiders, he has a robe on early on in the scene. Yeah, he could be sleeping with her. He could be, you know. What was what, what scene? Uh, early on, uh, right before he visits uh, uh, Marion in Nepal, uh, one of his colleagues visits him at his house. Oh, Marcus, right? Yeah, Marcus. And he has the robe on. He has yeah. a robe on. And there's a deleted scene where he's sleeping with a woman. Maybe it's her. Never in the final cut. Maybe it's her. Uh, it's like the yeah, most traumatizing scene in probably in my childhood. Yeah. The Gotti Ma scene. <laughs> and I love the effect. It's crazy. Because like when he's going for the chest, you see it like transition. To, like, it looks like a cake almost. It's like a dummy or something a dummy like or... that. But like it's horrifying yeah. still. No, and then um, I actually learned recently mm-hmm. that um, I, and from from I, I took physiology that a heart beating out of someone's body is a real thing, because the body, the the heart. I think I've seen someone do it like with like a rat or mm-hmm. something oh, like they, that. I did it with a frog and. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. So like um, after a while, after it's out of the body for a little bit, yeah. There's a thing in the heart called pacemaker potential, mm-hmm. and that's what what tells the heart how fast to beat that's in the heart so like so like the force of contraction that's from the brain yeah but the heart tells itself how fast to beat so it can be like a like a couple minutes after it's outside the body damn that's that's actually kind of wild they're looking for uh two other magical rocks yeah but they don't really say why they're digging there like how do they know it's in that area because like the, the colonizers uh the 
they said it once a long time ago the colonizers took over our region and uh so we hid so mm -hmm. long ago we hid the rocks in within these caverns and now we're gonna look back for them and it's horrifying seeing the kids like do labor as a kid that is like horrifying to see like like kids just do manual labor well, there <laughs> are know. a lot of moves that have like a premise like that though like have you ever Pinocchio. seen Pinocchio have you ever seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang no I didn't see it's, that there's also like, like a scene kids. like that like, the kids like just, um it's a cliche though yeah, they all have cliche, cliches yeah. So, so yeah, Andy they force, gets yeah, uh, force brainwashed. He, force they, he's blood. out of like a rotten skull. It's kind of gross. I don't know what the whose blood that is. Um, but... They try. He spits it out first, and then they like hold his nose. He, and they force him to drink it. Uh, great body acting by Ford. This is probably his best acting in the whole series. I think I, I still stand by that. I mean, and then also um the set, the candles. It's just like shot like a fucking horror movie, dude. It's so good. Uh, when uh they have the voodoo doll of Indy. Oh, I, yeah. Not really an Indian uh, thing. It's more yeah. like of a, a African uh, thing. Yeah, I don't know why they <laughs> think voodoo is just like any like Asian or African Yeah, like country. I said. Yeah. Um, yeah. They want to sacrifice Willie. Yeah. And then honestly, Indy, fucking kill her. <laughs> you're, you're out of the picture. I don't care about her. Yeah, I, I, I guess, okay, that that is true. <laughs> like, if you hate the character, you have no stakes in if she dies or not. Well, I think she's not gonna die. I knew that. I mean, yeah. Even as a kid, I knew yeah. that. But like, you know, I mean, if they did, I really wouldn't care. But like, the sad part is like when, um, when a short round is like. It's so heroic though when Indy, he escapes. You're yeah. my best friend. I love, I love you. you. Only time in the series where I I teared up and I got I felt, I felt something. I mean, only times in my la recent rewatch that I felt something. Obviously, felt something back in the day. But yeah, what a triumphant moment. And then they free everyone. Um, I I want to bring up the music. Do 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 yeah. do do do. That that theme, that specific Temple of Doom theme, uh, when they're freeing the slaves, is is hype. Uh, the 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 minecart set, right? Mm -hmm. This set is huge. It's huge. When he's fighting the big guy. Yeah, there's always the big guy. That's my fa it's my favorite big guy fight. Yeah. Uh, he gets it pretty bad too, getting fucking run over by a. No, he he was a, a Lego character. He was a Lego character too. I forget his name in, in the in the Lego games, but he had. A oh name. yeah, for sure, he definitely was a character. Definitely was a brute. I forgot to mention Willie. It's funny. One of her only uh, abilities in the Lego game was screaming. Oh, dude, I do remember that. <laughs> we get to the minecart. You think it's too long? It's good, but I just feel like it was went on for like twenty minutes. I um I recently seen uh Buster Keaton's The General, which is an old silent film. Mm -hmm. And Spielberg basically remakes. Is that the this... movie uh, with the train? With the train yeah. falling down. Yeah. Well, that visual of the train falling down on the bridge is very similar to the bridge in Temple of Doom. And it's a the visual is very similar to that. But there's also a sequence earlier on in the general where Buster Keaton Oh by the way, he's a Confederate soldier in this movie. <laughs> it's the nineteen twenties. Um Buster Keaton is uh he's being chased by the Union. <laughs> That's fucked up. And he's he's throwing like parts of, of, of the track at mm -hmm. them while he's being traced by the train is exactly like the train the, the chase sequence in the Temple of Doom with the mine carts. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, I said, yeah. there is a sequence similar to the general where the bridge falls and then the the Confederate army comes and saves the day and they, they, there's a battle in between two riv in between a river. Yeah. And it's it's very similar to Temple of Doom. I probably wasn't the first one to put that together, but probably not. I, I, mean, I, I recently saw the first movie, and I, I, I didn't think of Temple of Doom when I saw the movie, but when I saw Temple of Doom, I was like, wow. Spielberg, you probably... hack. 
<laughs> he's watching Confederate pro movies. You're, st- you're stealing, you're stealing from a silent movie 60 years ago? Yeah, and, and they're you pro-Confederate. You know fight? Pro-Confederacy movie. It's honestly still considered a classic to this day. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like Birth of a Nation. Like, that's Birth like... of the Nation literally caused the KKK to like sprout again yeah. in the 1920s. So that is like... But that's still, a, that's that's a movie that is literally has some historical. It's literally context. considered it like, an, I mean, it's obviously inspirational. It inspired an entire cult to come back. But yeah, I don't, I don't know any other movie that has done that. Before. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I can name any other ones either. Uh, speaking of problematic movies, uh, Temple of Doom. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love this fucking finale in the bridge, man. Oh yeah. Just how, like, on a filmmaking perspective, it's just so impressive. It's it is kind of convenient how. Indiana Jones knows how to work the rocks. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. It's he... the most wholesome ending in the entire series. Yeah, when he's when you see like the Indian village. Uh, first off, it looks beautiful when it's brought back to life. Mm-hmm. Um, when you see the Indian village and you see the 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 reaction of the parents, and that's important. Like yeah. showing the reaction of all their parents, seeing the kids uh, escape from the palace, and like some of the kids are, like um, on top of the the dining table like fucking ruining the dining table where they ate you know the culturally insensitive food <laughs> it's just such a wholesome ending like oh yeah no yeah definitely the most wholesome yeah. ending it didn't even get number one at the box office that year what did it get three okay um, what was ahead of it well it it, it did premiere at number one mm-hmm. um well i mean obviously it didn't premiere number one because yeah. people are um had the biggest opening of that 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 uh that year but didn't finish number one. It dethroned a Robert Redford film, Natural. The Natural. It opened alone, so no other movies wanted to open. Probably they were scared to yeah, open probably, against yeah, it. Yeah. You want to guess the two other movies in 84 that 84. grossed more in the U.S.? Ghostbusters? Mm-hmm. Uh, and That's number one. Number two. I'm trying to remember. I'm really about years sometimes. So I'm trying 84 to... was a good year. I'll name the ones that are not. Nightmare on Elm Street came out that year. Friday the 13th, the final chapter came out that year. Karate Kid came out uh, that year. Oh, was it? I don't want to say the one that it is, but I just... Is it, um... When you say... Terminator I came out that that year, uh, too. Um, yeah, but, uh, Rimlins came out that year. I forgot about that. That's another good one. Corey Feldman's on that one, too. Um, well, I, I Beverly think... Hills Cop. Oh. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. It's an action movie. Is it good? I, I, I probably should see it. No, it's good. It's an action Being comedy. such a big fan of Daddy Daycare. I probably should see it. Shout out Danny with that uh, podcast. <laughs> that that has the first appearance of the Flash live action. Oh really? There's, there's a kid that that dresses up like the Flash in that film. Oh, Daddy Daycare. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I listened to the podcast when it came out. I just yeah. haven't seen the movie in forever. Oh no, it's totally fine. You, you you don't need. I mean, you could. Did you review I, Daddy Day Camp? No, but that that's something we terrible. might want to do. After Temple of Doom, to me, he's like a completely different filmmaker. Right, the year after this, he he makes the color purple. Yeah, a drama I, I with he made that movie. like clearly he thought this was like a bad idea. This movie, it's because he's never the same again. He makes dramas, and even the more violent movies that he makes are like later on, like Saving Private Ryan, way more serious, not like in a popcorn fun way. Like if I had to rate my top five Spielberg, it would be. It would be Jaws. Is this an order or just random? Uh, it's random. Yeah. I'll be here all day. <laughs> but it would be Jaws. I haven't seen Close Encounters in so long, so I got to get back to that one. Uh, uh, Jaws, E.T., Raiders, Temple of Doom. I hear Ra- Ready Player One. I even know that. Yeah. I'm just like, I guess. I don't know, man. 
I really don't know. It's hard. Okay, he did a lot of stinkers later on. West Side Story was a pretty good one, recent one that he made. I think I have to go with Catch Me If You Can. I think that one was like later in his career. That's like the best one. I haven't seen Saving Private Ryan, mm-hmm. so that's fair. Well, and like Schindler's List is just a bummer, man. I don't uh, well, want to put gotta, that on there. Well, I mean, my <laughs> list is Saving Private Ryan, Yeah, Schindler's List, Okay, Raiders, uh-huh. Jaws. I, honestly, I, I think Temple of Doom is up there too. I'm thinking either that one or E.T., I'm like, I'm Does that mean you, like Last Crusade is? Uh... Well, I I love Last Crusade. You say you Yeah, I love Last Crusade. Like I, um, I know that you're gonna shit on it. But... I'm not gonna shit on it. I'm just gonna say it is significant. I'll say it right now. It's a significant downgrade to the first two, in my opinion. Like well, I yeah. I I just see him going back to the same shit in the first one, like too much, in my opinion. Well, I think the beginning is very weak. My, uh, I the, the flashback it was just like the first yeah. like half an hour is really i mean weird. the flashback is the train chase is cool yeah but having an origin for his whip and having an origin of why he's afraid of snakes yeah it seems like something people will complain about nowadays if it came out in like crystal skull or something like that if there was like a prequel bit in crystal skull they'd yeah. be like oh ha, we don't need to know why he got his whip it's in this one, motherfucker, I, and I I think it is it's it is worthy of of a of a criticism. Like we don't need to know why he got his whip, you know. And I just think it's a little bit like falls in the tropes of like franchise stuff, you know. Well, it's like we have to know how he got his whip. We have to know why he's this. We have to know yeah. why he's that. Like, do we? Yeah. Do we have to know why the way he is? It's kind of crazy how we know his name until this movie. Henry Jones Jr. Yeah, we didn't know his, his um, name at all until. I don't mind that. That's just like a funny uh, little bit. Um, yeah. And really, did you really think his name was Indiana? No, I mean, yeah, obviously like, not. But like, it's just weird how long it took to find out his real name. You learn a lot about him. Uh, the opening sequence is kind of a bait and switch. You think he's the guy who's looking at uh, this uh, relic. I forget, like this cross. Yeah. Um, but he's actually a Boy Scout. Boy Scout. Um, it's funny because I'm a I was a Boy Scout, so it was kind of cool. I was a that. Cub Scout. A Cub Scout. Oh, yeah, I, I did you my, see uh, yourself in uh, Indiana Jones in, in this scene? I did because um, I mean, I went as far. I went from Tiger, Wolf, Bear, and then Weebo's Part One and Part yeah, Two. I got my uh, Arrow of Light and I stopped. I went all the way to the Boy Scouts, and I think I went all the way to Life Scout. Did you Eel Scout? No, no, that was important. Like. That's kind of why I did Boy Scouts in the first place. I never did it. I never got to the Eagle Project because it looks good on a college resume. Oh, yeah, I bet it does. Well, I mean, I feel like Boy Scouts are very... I mean, I'm trying to remember. I think Boy Scouts... We I'm... never went on, like, a, a hike to Utah, but... Um, well, I remember... His, his friend is definitely looks like a Boy Scout. Which one? Oh, the one that's His friend with the little, yeah, yeah. The, the blowhorn and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Indiana! Indiana! Yeah. I like how he's never mentioned again after that. Yeah, what was it? I told you, like, Indiana Jones is kind of like... He's kind of like just selfish. He doesn't really. He's married to the game. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's not. He's not really committed to anyone else, honestly. Um, until the until the last one. Mm-hmm. Well, not the last one now. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. The last <laughs> we'll see, we'll one as of, it, yeah. as of recording. That's another uh, prediction I have for the fifth one. Um, Marion is th- gonna be like dead. Oh, she's she's in the casting. So. Oh, she is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Her and then um Sala the. Uh, Guy from Cairo. Yeah, I know he was coming back. I um, didn't know she was coming back. Okay, yeah, so like, casting. carry on. I, I hope this is kind of getting to uh, Crystal Skull, but I hope they're still married in the the next one. I wouldn't want because that would feel a little bit uh, redundant. If they're, they're probably gonna be like, 
oh, where's Shia LaBeouf? Oh, he's having his adventures. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shit like that. You even see how he gets his hat. He's just some random dude. Some, some random, random dude. <laughs> they also, like, try to... I forgot. Um, they uh, he, 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 like, scars his chin. That's because Harrison Ford ha- notoriously has a, s- a scar on his chin. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, they try to redo. They try to explain that in Star Wars too, in the expanded universe. I forget how though, but that's, they always like, try to explain the scar that Harrison Ford has. Kind of like when has. um, um, Mark Hamill got on his motorcycle crash. Oh yeah, for and, uh, Empire. Right? And then they yeah. get scratched by the uh, what was that right. thing called? The um, not Bantha, Wampa. the Wampa. Yeah, and then the same guy who was stealing from in the beginning is now comes full circle. We're in 1938 now. Well, I don't know who that even is. They don't even say. I don't know. Some some guy guy who's trying to steal it from, and uh, kind of a lame, like ocean fight. It was was kind of like not the greatest. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um. It looked like it was shot on a soundstage. It looked really fake. It did not look like compared to the the ship sequences in in Raiders. Mm -hmm. Like when it was shot on location, it just does not compare. Um. And then you see the giant explosion, and he's like right there. I'm like, yeah. well, how did, he get, how did he get back? How did to he like not just? Shore? I don't know. That's another thing too. Yeah. Um, Dude, this custom there, and he's back in. And school. then he's back in college. It's, and but in this one, everyone's like asking for like, um, just like, oh, can I get your autograph? And he has to exit the window. No, I don't think it was that. I think because he's so behind on schoolwork. Oh, yeah. Okay, that like, makes sense. You still have all these papers that you haven't graded yet. And they're asking him all these questions. I think that's I would be mad. Word. He's probably the worst fucking professor. Oh yeah, 100%. like on Canvas, he probably will not. He will not uh, reach back to you. Well, you probably wouldn't even see him because he's <laughs> gone all the time. Wait, he has his Zoom classes while like, he's on, advan- yeah, on yeah, adventure. He's like he's like in some kind of like rainforest in Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, all right, guys, open page seventy-one. He's just like on a fucking like b- boat in the middle of the jungle. In the Lego game too, you can exit out the window. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh, really? That's funny. He goes to, um, he gets a let a package in the mail from Venice, Italy. It's his dad diary. Yeah. So his dad's, um, his whole life mission was to find the Holy Grail that Jesus used during the Last Supper. He goes to Venice. I kind of like that they go to Europe. You never yeah. see Indiana Jones in Europe. Religious people, uh, mm-hmm. try to hit, like, do a hit on him. Oh yeah, so they're uh, I think they're Turkish. Indy like literally kills all this all these this guy's all his friends. Yeah, and he doesn't care. It is cool the boat chase. Mm. Boat chase is awesome. Um, well, I don't know why I remembered um him dying like um the guy I think his name was Kasim. I I thought he died in that scene. I don't uh, know why I remembered him dying, but he doesn't oh, yeah, die no, until he later. Let, yeah, lets him go. Um, I don't know why I thought the practical propeller. Mm-hmm. Like he's right next to it. Yeah, I, I thought he threw so him in there. Cool. Yeah. I, I thought, cool boat chase though um mm-hmm. and then they go to the, transylvania or something like that like i go to a castle it's austria i don't know oh austria okay yeah um oh yeah they go because that's where uh indy's dad is yeah and Who's then this fucking setting of the movie when dude? the movie gets good it is when the movie gets good I think. yeah um, i wish the... they spent more time in that castle though cool setting that's different you know compared to the uh others no it's funny when they uh disguise i I mean it's weird how uh dr snyder is really like wants to like disguise herself even though she's a nazi but whatever um they disguise themselves (laughs) he has a scottish accent he's like if you're he's like a scottish lord yeah and that part's so funny and the the butler's like if you're a scottish lord then i am mickey mouse (laughs) (laughs) so weird but so funny though i rate his scottish accent pretty good Mm -hmm. um yeah it sounds like shrek a little bit (laughs) yeah 
watch our chain spotting episode. <laughs> is it out by now? I'm guessing it will be out. Well, when this is, yeah, yeah. Finds out that his father is there, and uh, the Nazis are holding him hostage. Mm-hmm. Turns out the girl is a Nazi. Classic femme fatale trope. Um, Sean Connery. What do you think of uh, him in this movie? Oh, in the mo- I think he's amazing in this movie. Like, I don't know if you agree with me. Agree with me. I think he kills it in this movie. I, I like him. I, I like him in really, this movie. I, think I, really I, I, I do think Marion is still my favorite. Uh, Marion and Short Round yeah. are still my oh, yeah. favorite partners. I prefer Short Round. But, um, like, he's still amazing, though. Their, their buddy duo is so funny. When he uh, says, like, she's a Nazi, how do you know she's a Nazi? Like, she talks in her sleep. Yeah. I'm like, Wow. <laughs> Indiana Jones is Eskimo buddies with, uh, a, his, dad. with his dad. That's so funny. I mean, I mean, he is James Bond himself. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah obviously. Connery, so, like, it would have been so funny if they made a James Bond movie when Sean Connery like looked like that. That would. I mean, they got close. I think there was one in the 80s. Uh, oh, was it in the 80s? No, wasn't that Roger Moore? No, but there was another one. There was like an uh, off-brand Bond one that uh, came out. Oh, was that the, Diamonds Are Forever? I'll look it up. Because um, like, that's the song that... um. Uh, Kanye, Kanye, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was only six years removed from this Bond movie, uh, Never Say Never Again, which is a off-brand Bond movie, not mm. made by MGM. Came out the same time as Roger Moore. Um, See, I've seen, it's like the unofficial Bond movie. I've seen every Bond movie. I just don't remember a lot of them. Yeah. they're all very similar. Yeah, so yeah, you might want to watch that one. It doesn't have good reviews, though. <laughs> well, a lot of them don't have good reviews. Like, have yeah. you seen the Roger Moore one? Um, I haven't seen any of them. Oh, uh, there's one called Moonraker. Besides, uh, Moonraker, I heard is just because of Star Wars. Yeah, it's, it's so so terrible. Um, I've I've read stuff about the series and I've watched the Craig movies, but there are some. I think they the really first, don't interest me. The first like four are really good. With oh, Sean Connery. Doctor No to uh, I think Thunderball is the fourth one. No, yeah, it's um, yeah, Doctor No. Uh, from Russia Life with is, love. Oh, from Russia with love. Uh, golden um uh, gold finger and then thunderbolt or something. Thunderball. Like thunderball, yeah. And then give him a try. And then uh, and then there's also the one um with Roger Moore called um Live and Let Die and the song is Live and Let Die Paul by McCartney. the way. But, like, I remember the, that song from Shrek Three. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> that's the only um song I, I every Bond movie has a song. Live and Let Die. Th- that was the only song I knew, um before seeing the movie. Oh, really? I I didn't know Diamonds Are yeah. Forever the song before Kanye because like, I didn't know that song yet, but yeah, the only song I I knew. Skyfall by Adele is underrated. That one's really good. That's probably the my favorite Bond movie, honestly. Skyfall. That's a lot of people's favorite. I think Casino Royale is. Yeah, it's a it's bit definitely close to Skyfall and Casino Royale are made. Well, there's a Casino Royale, uh, comedy movie. Um, it's one of the. Oh, worst. in the sixties. It's yeah, absolutely terrible. I haven't seen it. No. It's, it's one of the strangest. It's, it's it's like an Awesome Powers movie before Awesome Powers. Yeah. Well, it's, it. I think it's like a parody. Yeah, it's like a parody. Well, it's a parody because just but it's Royale. based on the the Bond book. Right? Yeah, Ian Fleming book. Uh, yeah, because the actual movie didn't come out till like much later. Yeah, I like him in this movie. He plays a good dad. Like, well, it's sad <laughs> because like they really aren't that close until you know this now, adventure yeah. happened. And it's, it's nice to see them re, you know, rekindle things and reconnect. Speaking of Austin Powers, it kind of reminds me of the third one when he reconnects with his father. I haven't seen the third. I've seen the first two. I've Michael Caine plays 
Awesome Powers' father. Really? And it's kind of... Is it I like... can't believe I'm making a parallel, but it kind of is like... Uh, like probably, Yeah. I like their motorcycle chase. Mm-hmm. That's fun. It reminds me of Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not Haggard... Adventure. When Was that when they were in the air? Well, it reminds me of even more now, like the roller coaster in Universal. Oh, I've never been to Universal. Holy shit. That ride is insane. One of the best fucking roller coasters, like, ever. Yeah, they, they casually bump into Hitler, gets his uh his book signed. Um, and then... Because that's oh, when yeah. they go to the blimp, and that's when the airplane oh, happens. That's been the funniest scenes yeah. when um they go in the blimp, and then the one Nazi's trying to find them. And then uh, Indy like just disguises himself as like the um the, the pilot. He's like tickets, please. And he throws the Nazi out. He's like, no, no ticket. ticket. Um, have you ever ridden a blimp before? No. I know they're like really rare. Apparently, only like well, twenty eight exist after, or something. After, like Hinden- after the Hindenburg. Yeah. My dad. My dad actually worked where the Hindenburg crashed. Like really? Um, yeah, Lakehurst Military Base. That's where the Hindenburg like crashed. And that was back when the U.S. And like the Nazis, like they didn't hate each other because the Hindenburg had swastikas on it. Really? So you see a picture of the Hindenburg, it's like swastikas. It's like 19. That's probably why they put it in the movie. Maybe. The blimp. You know? yeah. yeah. They're known for blimps in, yeah. uh, in Germany. Goodyear. Shout yeah, it's the only blimp I know. Goodyear, yeah. That's the one they use in Scarface. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, you know, after like. Um, after after, after that, that's they just use it for like. Advertisement seems well, like. Well, I mean, after planes got so advanced, they're like, what's the point of a blimp? They're cool. I like them. They're like giant hot air balloons. Uh, I'm sure they're a lot less safe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, only, I, I don't think they have them for commercial use anymore. Um, oh, and, and then we get our, our plane sequence that we were promised in Temple of Doom. That's so, no, and that seems also so funny, too, because uh, Henry Sr. is just absolutely just clueless what's happening half the time. Yeah. He was like, Dad, 11 o'clock. Uh, he was like, um, oh, what happens at 11 o'clock? 12, 10, 11 o'clock. I love when he shoots uh, yeah. the tail. Like, the, they, they got, got us, son. guy. They got us, Indy. They got us. I'm sorry. And then another plane is after them. So they get into a car. Uh, the plane is chasing them. I think, I'm sure this is from like North by Northwest. The no, it that. looked like North by Northwest. I've never right. seen the movie, but That's I know that movie. shot. The tank happens soon afterward. It was. It's a rescue mission, right? To yeah, they're rescuing Marcus and Sala. Okay. Yeah. Tank falls. And everyone thinks he's dead. Yeah, another fake out. Oh, we didn't even mention the fake out death in, in, Temple, in Temple of Doom. Of Doom. Yeah, but if you didn't have the fake out death in Raiders, so you yeah. can have the fake out death here. That's true. And it's a prequel. So if you if you've been paying attention, you know he's not dead. Yeah. And then this one is it's done a lot better. It's done in a super comedic way where everyone thinks he's dead. His father starts crying for the first time. I'm assuming uh, for him, um, and you just see Harrison Ford. Great comedic timing, and look down at like the wreckage of the tank. Super. Funny. And is that supposed his arm around him? You just like you just know uh, it's him at first. Boy, yeah, it's so funny and heartwarming. Um, oh, yeah. When we get to the end, I think that's probably one, another really heartwarming scene at the end. Well, mm-hmm. The end is really like, like when he has to do like the trials. The the coolest trial out of all of them was the invisible walk path. Oh yeah, and you see like sick. it's not actually invisible; it's just like blended in. Seeing the main villain take a sip of the wrong cup and like turn. Well, yeah, that's just a thousand years new. old. I mean, that's kind of his fault. Why would you expect a carpenter from Israel two thousand years ago? have a gold cup like that yeah that's kind of his fault 
Jesus, Jesus was poor. He was not yeah. a rich guy. He was a poor man. Was the main villain like the main villain's not an archaeologist, right? No, he's just some collector. So that's why he made that mistake. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Ages a thousand years in like a second. Yeah, and that's the last character in uh, Lego Indiana Jones, at least a DS one. He saves his father. Doctor Schneider was trying to like um run away with uh, the cup. Or as Sean Connery would say, Doctor Schneider. He he's like the S H rather Schneider. Schneider. She did. She yeah. she falls, she she got a little greedy, she wanted to take the cup, but it it's not worth it. Andy tries to do the same thing. But uh his father even tells him, It's not worth it, man. You can live live to fight another day. Live live to fight another movie. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. <laughs> well the thing is like Sean Connery was alive when Lynette's movie came out. And they didn't bring well, him back. They said he was dead. Yeah, I don't know why they killed him off. I don't know. Yeah, he only know. died like a couple of years ago, so he I, was alive. The end is very strong. And then the bomb between uh, Indy and his dad. And is, when they're all driving right into the sunset. Yeah, that's, I mean, it should have just ended forever. I don't yeah. get why they bring it back. But yeah, I feel like the, this, the, the chemistry between uh, Indy, or Sean Connery and Harrison Ford is just so strong and it works very well i think that saves the movie if if, if Indy's dad wasn't in it i wish he was in it more <laughs> he really does i i'm i was caught off guard when i watched it again just how little he was in it like yeah. he's maybe in it for 30 he maybe has 30 minutes at at most of screen time yeah it's very limited i don't get why they did that they maybe because sean connery's him. just asking That's... for too much he's a big star you know yeah and he's also not a great person either. You, you ever seen the one yeah, interview? Yeah, I, I heard he was difficult. Yeah. With Barbara Walters. About, like, this beating he's women. Like, yeah, I'll punch a woman in the face. I was just <laughs> like, hey, I got nothing wrong with that. I can hit him in the face if they don't. Jesus. I, yeah, it's crazy. Um, Yeah, well, rest in peace, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Uh, Probably the second best James Bond behind Daniel Yeah, Daniel I, don't, I haven't watched any uh, anything besides this from him, so. Well, have you ever seen Goldeneye? No, I haven't seen any Bond movie. No, this was, I think, number two at the box office. What else came out? Nineteen eighty-nine. What else came out that year? I don't. Let me look at the movies that came out that year. Do you know what would be number one in nineteen eighty-nine? Back to the Future Part Two. It's not that. Um, Jason takes Manhattan. Do the right thing. Oh, do the right thing is such an amazing movie. All right. Well, number three was Lethal Weapon Two. Um, Indiana Jones series is interesting. You seen it? No, no, I've seen. There's like four of them. I know Jeff, Joe Pesci's in one of them, right? I think so. Yeah, it's um Mel Gibson and um Danny yeah, Glover. Danny Glover, yeah. Batman. Uh, it's yeah, funny. yeah. Deserved, Batman. Deserved. Uh, 1989 Batman was the big box office winner in the U.S. Such an amazing movie for that. That's probably my, my favorite Batman movie. Like uh, the first one. It opened alongside a Clint Eastwood movie called Cadillac, or Pink Cadillac. Never heard of it. It dethroned uh, See No Evil, Hear No Evil, uh, starring Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. I haven't even heard of that one. I haven't even heard of it, too. It's funny how that movie was, like, the biggest movie in America, and now it's just, like, it's whatever. What I've forgotten. Well, I mean, <laughs> but that's what a lot of movies, like... If you're talking about yeah, uh, when it comes to when like... it comes to like that's why I always say like box office isn't everything because go back and look at some of the biggest movies in the 1980s. Yeah, no one remembers them, and look at some of the flops. Everyone remembers them. Blade Runner flop, The Thing flop. You know, Pulp it, Fiction. You never flopped. know. Yeah, no, it didn't. Pulp I, I Fiction. Thought, I thought no, flopped, no. no. Pulp, Pulp Fiction was a hit on Arrival. 
big time jump. People thought Indiana Jones was done. Uh, Spielberg and Lucas kind of agreed that it was done. Um, they have a thing for trilogies for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know, they went on and did their own thing. Lucas, of course, made the prequels. And then at this uh, point, he was busy, you know, ruining Star Wars with... Um, uh, yeah, you know, editing special shit. editions yeah. as well. Um, even Spielberg indulged in that. He tried to change E.T. in oh, the really? 20th anniversary, 2002. DVD has a... Instead of guns, the police officers have remote controls, uh, walkie-talkies. Like, he digitally edited that. But luckily, he fixed it, and, uh, you know, in further releases, he got rid of that. So at least Spielberg can recognize his mistakes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't, the whole thing with Lucas is like. Just give oh, us he, the original, just give us the original cut of the movie, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, give us both. The, it's not that he, it's not that we don't like the changes, because some of the changes are good. But, like, to deprive us of the original, and we'll never see what people saw in 1977 truly ever again. What's your favorite change that he made? Uh, oh, that's a good one. Because mm. we always say how bad most of them are, but there are I some think good ones. Bespin, like, the digital enhancements to Bespin were, like, just the most tasteful, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't, it kind of blended in with the movie. Anything with, anything Empire Strikes Back. I'm good with. Yeah. That's the one that really didn't have didn't a lot of changes. Changes, really. but like the changes that they did were good. Like you know, CGI and a little bit of Bespin, you know, helped it out a little bit to fit in the prequels. And I expect, I expect that. And Palpatine was also. Uh, yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah. Is when they've uh, made Palpatine um, the actual. Like what he would look like in that movie. Not so. It was some like random person in the. It was a guy. Yeah, it was like I think it was a woman actually. Yeah. Um. Star Wars was different, man. That shows you, like, it was just like, you know, people didn't. Now that would have been a whole focus group to figure out who, what the Emperor's look would be. Uh, two thousand eight film, uh, stars Harrison Ford, just like all the others, and Shia LaBeouf, hot off Transformers. of Transformers, which Spielberg produced. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. So that's probably why. Uh, he got the job. Um, I like them in Transformers, so like I could, I could see why. Um, and that first movie is a little bit underrated. I think it's oh, not oh, that bad. Shia LaBeouf and Megan, uh, Megan Foster are like not even in anything anymore. Yeah, that's true. Like I mean, they both they, they yeah. both do different things. Shia LaBeouf is like art film guy. Uh, I think he's married to Mia Goth, and Megan Fox is uh, just kind of just like living off of her name, being a celebrity. Yeah, you know? Kelly she wasn't really in. But she wasn't really in like any. I think Transformers is literally like her biggest role. Like, no, I it's think, not even I, I like. I think it's um, what's the one horror movie she was in? Oh, Jennifer's Body. Jennifer's Body. That yeah. was a flop though when oh, yeah. it came out. I think. See it's another good. example of people that yeah. didn't like it when it first came out, and it, now it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. But like Shia LaBeouf, uh, I could see why Spielberg chose him to be Indiana Jones' son. I have a personal connection with this one. Really. And the fact that I saw it in theaters and I was anticipating it oh yeah like i was the same it, way you know like i wasn't like ecstatic for it It wasn't like a new star wars movie but like it was like hey this is a new thing and like there's a fourth one coming out you know it never really was the original trilogy to me it, by the time i got into the series the fourth one was already coming out so it kind of felt part of the canon even though you know it it is not for most people see i was at sack for it i went yeah. my, i had my india jones whip Oh I wow! Had my, my, I, it was a fedora, but I said my Indiana yeah. Jones hat. 
went to the movie. At the time, I thought it was like okay, that was that was okay. I mean, yeah, like, I didn't think it was bad. I I I thought it was great when I yeah. watched it. I was a kid, so I just thought it was you know, I thought it was just kind of honestly just as good as the other ones. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think of much of it. Um, and I actually we're gonna see it. I saw it actually in the same theater. We're gonna see it. Oh really? Yeah, in the AMC fourteen. Uh, that was when I first moved here, man. It's taking me back now, like. <laughs> Damn, I thought that was closer. We'll get straight into it. The intro. Welcome, welcome to the magical world of, of computer animation. No, literally the, first the first thing you thing see you sh- is a gopher. Yeah, the first thing you sh- choose to show is a, a gopher. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it really it tells you where we the are. Error. Oh, the yeah, error. Like right we're away. in the 50s. It's Elvis, Hot Rods. Uh, I mentioned American Graffiti. Uh, Lucas's, you know, um, movie in the 70s about the 1950s. This is clearly like a... If not like a reference, just like something that Spielberg, I mean, Lucas wanted to put in, I can see. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's both of their childhoods. Because oh, now yeah. they're directing, uh, or Spielberg is, now he's directing an era that he's lived in. I think Kate Blanchett is one of the more memorable villains, honestly. Her, ass, Her accent is a little okay. bit weird. It's okay. But I, she's very memorable. I can yeah. remember that. You know, oh, yeah. I can remember that bowl cut. Probably, honestly, more memorable than... Like most of the villains in the series, not gonna lie. And then we introduce to Indiana Jones. They make a big thing about it. They show his hat. Oh, yeah, he has great introductions off all all of these movies. I gotta say, mm-hmm. we'll see how Dial Destiny trumps that. We'll probably see uh, D.H. Harrison Ford and be like, oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I hope it's a Irishman situation and not a uh, The Flash situation. Well, <laughs> have you um seen? Uh, I think the first time I ever seen de-aging like that. Have you seen Tron Legacy? That was yeah, that was one of the. I, first, is that the first one? I think that was the first example of that. She was like looking at it now. It looks so terrible. That was like ten years ago. Yeah, more? It was like twenty eleven. I still oh. in theaters. It was now. It does I mean back then it looked pretty good, but now it's kind of bad. He's in the that warehouse where they ship the uh, raiders, where um, the Ark of the Covenant is, and they, she's she's. She's looking for like an like a alien, I yeah, guess. Yeah. They kind of really like just reveal that, like, oh, this is about aliens. Yeah, right. Pretty right. early on, and well, isn't it obvious? Isn't it incredibly obvious? Well, it's weird how um, uh, Indy's like, oh, it's really magnetic. You have like any bullets? But, like when they walk in, they're fine. But then he throws it, and then they have like the gunpowder and the shell. Like what he's talking it's just about. automatically. Like, yeah, it's like it start. It starts being magnetic when it it's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> It starts off really slow, and when I was watching this, I'm like, oh, this is kind of rough. And I'll say it right now, Harrison Ford phones it in. Yeah, he does not want to be there. Part time! <laughs> yeah, not the greatest performance from him, yeah. honestly. Yeah, this, this I, is, I really hope he puts it up and dialed, brings it up and dialed this Destiny. This is part of his career where he like, doesn't really want to do anything anymore. He just comes back for money once in a while. Seems very unenthusiastic about the whole thing. But I will say the opening... Like the first action sequence is pretty riveting. I wonder in the storage. Yeah, the storage facility. The oh, the, yeah, Mac. I like the part where he, you know, he thinks the car is closer, and he's like, "Damn, I thought that was closer." <laughs> it's just classic Indiana Jones, and like, I think I personally think at least in this warehouse, it it lives up to the rest. Honestly, like, yeah. There's no overt green screen. There's no obvious green screen in the sequence. I mean, yeah, at yeah. Besides later the, on, yeah, later on there is, but. Besides, you know, the the lights, 
that were moving that like signify the magnetic the cg was pretty convincing and the practical stuff obviously holds up mm-hmm. and i love the fight with the big brute russian we got two fights yeah yeah it's the same it's guy cool. back, yeah. back to back uh, i love how he swings and just like boom drop kicks him not drop kick. well i guess it's like a swing kick like straight into the control panel they have like this rocket thing mm-hmm. and like a, fush- a couple of russians get like burned to smithereens like he gets knocked out and then he goes into uh, Black Ops Nuke Town. No, it's literally like <laughs> I, I honestly like those places were real, right? They actually had new towns like that. I feel like it's yeah, but, yeah because real. Like, I know they had like new testings, but I didn't know they actually like okay, maybe not the working electricity in these nuke towns. Obviously, yeah. I don't know how they have yeah, a working TV. The water wasn't working, but the yeah, the TV, the TV was, was yeah. working. Um. No, honestly, I know people have a problem with the scene with the fridge. I don't mind it. I don't mind it either. I mean, him surviving the fridge is less far fetched than him getting out of the fridge and looking at the yeah uh, mushroom cloud he'd from really, like he would be dead he's ex- that. Yeah, yeah, he's so close to that explosion, he would die from radiation immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he escapes Area Fifty One. He gets blasted by a nuke the the cia accuses him of being a goddamn commie because of mac good old mac yeah. double crossing him um i don't like this character mac, no, mac i don't I mean, mac is annoying you're not supposed to but yeah. like jonesy but why is he yeah, jonesy like why is he why, why is he going along with the ride he um, he essentially has no character he's the honestly my least favorite character of the series yeah um, i mean i mean he's probably like so annoying. I, I still don't like Willie. I think he's at number two. <laughs> oh, he's at. He can't even. I can't even convince you that Willie is 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 the worst. No, no, no. At least he has like a purpose. I mean, Willie has a purpose. He has too. no purpose. And then they try to redeem him and have like a heart to heart when he dies. Yeah, but give like, me a fucking yeah, yeah. break. That was like the last. Give me minute. a break. The, the, I hate. I hated this character. Like he is a big flaw in this movie. Honestly, yeah. it's pointless and like they spend way too much time on him and, and Indy's relationship. We so he gets fired essentially from his professioning job. And the the guy who fired him is Professor Slughorn from Harry Potter. I, don't know the I knew that guy name. looked familiar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's funny. I don't know the actor. I just know him from Harry Potter. Dude, he's a good. He's a good. Uh, he's a good defensive against. Oh, he's a potions teacher actually. No, I think he was defensive against the dark arts in the Sith movie because. No, Snape becomes the defense against. And oh, that's true. The potion. I yeah, because I know that there was from the books, there was a curse that Voldemort put on the school that the person who does defense against the dark arts can only do it one. Only there's only one Wait, teacher every year. That's in the books. Yeah, it's, 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 that's it's, never in the movies. No, but yeah, like, it's, it's, that it's, is actually it's, kind of a cool. Thing. It, yeah, when is that? What book is that? Because I, I did read remember. some of the books. Um, I don't remember, but it, it, it's a thing like um, that. A teacher can't be yeah. defensive dark against the dark arts for more than a year, and I think Snape knows that because remember how he, I mean, he doesn't really betray Dumbledore. I, oh my god, you're putting a whole thing because he did that so kids don't, don't like learn how to defend themselves against the dark arts, and like instantly, like the whole population essentially of wizards, a whole generation of wizards. Are weak against him because mm-hmm. they don't know how to defend themselves against him. Yeah, but he but he's actually a good guy though. Snape. Oh, wait, Snape puts the curse. No, no, sorry, Voldemort. Sorry, well, I'm saying that's yeah. that's actually like insane that like he would do something like that. Like that's like a I I, I forget what it was exactly. It was something like that. Yeah. Cool. Regardless, because like all like the um the teachers minus Snape are like kind of just like not good teachers at all. Yeah. 
Um, we should do Harry Potter. Oh, I would. Yeah. I, I honestly, I don't think I need to watch anything for that. I think I'll be okay. We meet Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. He, uh, Andy just fucking books it. He's like, I'm going to New York. Uh, I don't know how he found him, Shia LaBeouf. He's just like on his motorcycle oh. and just sees him on a train. Um, are you I Dr. Think Jones? Is his? Uh, I guess he's a professor. Yeah. You know, I guess he went to the to to the college and they said oh he's at the train station you're gonna miss him oh do you know what we've got to mention he looks like too? brando i mean they may yeah. try to make him look like brando from the wild ones uh in that shot uh shia labeouf explains that like his father uh like went looking for like these crystal skulls and like he says that his mother knows indy that's not his dad that's um... well at, at this point you don't know that oh well he says you know no i think he said his dad was a war hero and Professor Oxley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's right. Because he says his dad died in World War Two. Yeah. And that's Professor... a very uh, Star Wars, let's keep this from Luke moment. Yeah. If, you, if you're watching the movie from a, from, certain, from a certain point of view. From a certain point of view. If you're watching this movie from Shia LaBeouf's point of view, you could see this as like, yeah, I don't know, a hero's journey. Yeah. Like, oh, you, you, my dad's an archaeologist. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. And, um... Yeah, uh, it's clearly trying to. I, I really don't know if it's trying to pass the torch because the ending says something different. Well, yeah, he takes the hat away, but yeah, it's like, yeah. but I like that. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, Only one person like, could be. Yeah. That's I, I. We'll get to the ending, but yeah. I kind of like that. And then there was a there's like a bar fight. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like in the greasers versus the Josh. He's like, that's my boyfriend, and he just fucking <laughs> knocks like throws a knocker at Shia LaBeouf and uh, you, you can tell how big fans um Spielberg and Lucas were with um of the era the 50s yeah yeah and I I think this chase sequence is the best is when the movie peaks and is like yeah this is the only movie this that feels... has real songs like Shake Rattle and Roll is plays here and then you have um I mean to be fair Anything Goes uh the thing that that song number oh yeah that's an actual musical from the 1930s that's an actual right. song from I the 1930s. That, yeah. um <laughs> i i uh it, yeah but like of course you're not gonna recognize any 1930s pop music because it's been so long you know yeah. really like well, it's been so long since the 50s and i recognize those songs but f- 50s is, is at least sinatra you know yeah. you didn't have sinatra in the 30s at all either so like mm-hmm. that like you're looking at like al johnson and like yeah, al, al johnson he's the guy who did blackface yeah yeah, jazz singer. Yeah, uh, first sound. Uh, the first sound movie. Yeah, I yeah. that in um, Carp's uh, class. Carp's class. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out Carpenter. Shout out Timothy Carpenter. <laughs> Shout out Carpenter. Shout out Timothy Carpenter. No, we should get you should get Carp on the, on the podcast. Carp. What, yeah. you, what what movies? What do you think you would talk about? Um, I think he's a Wolf of Wall Street type of guy. He's very like sure. he's very conservative. So maybe like some conservative movies. What like fucking. A John Wayne westerns or something like that. Something like that. He's like like American, you know, like very pure American. I mean that Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Those movies are very patriotic. It, it made me want to join the military, and then I realized, oh, yeah. military paid for those movies. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I know the new one came out, but it's not Michael Bay. Yeah. If it's not Michael Bay, then I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> to be totally honest with you, he gets a lot of shit, but like he. Brought some personality to those yeah. Transformers no, I agree. movies I, I, that I like movies. will never ever ever come back again <laughs> in a major motion blockbuster for better or worse. But uh, Twenty One Guns with Megan Fox scandalously uh, painting her motorcycle while Shia LaBeouf packs for college. 
Yeah, cinema. No, no, and I, I know one of the movies. I think it's like the third one. Yeah, they like talk that talk shit about Megan Fox. Like, oh yeah, she was a terrible girlfriend. Well, because she's not, she wasn't in it. She yeah, didn't but, want to do the third one. Yeah, was, I think it was the yeah. third one. It yeah. had like some other stand-in. Uh, Shia LaBeouf was still in that one. Yeah, though. but they were like talking shit about her. Like, oh yeah, she was a terrible girlfriend. Oh, whatever. So like, was, I think Michael Bay was kind of like, shit on the character. Yeah, for no reason. That's like uh, if uh, in Indiana Jones, he just talks shit about Marion. I love this. There's a sequence where like Indiana Jones goes through uh, uh, some uh, cars. Mm-hmm. He goes through a car and then he jumps on on the other side with Shia LaBeouf. That's pretty cool for his for age. a man who's like supposed to be like seventy. Yeah, years old and it's all practical. It's like yeah. the CG is not prevalent at all because it's down like a road and shit like that. And I like, you know, you always get that classic Indiana Jones chaos. They're driving in like a college, a college. Uh, I guess yeah, college well, university. Did you notice that the statue they hit was the statue of Marcus? Yeah, and that's and why he's very yeah. unhappy. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, people protesting like the red scare. Yeah. And it's funny too because like this guy's like a, a like a you know, like a misfit, like a punk, like biker and uh, he tells Indiana Jones like I don't go to school. I'd rather do this. Oh yeah, than he's this. like, he's you like, know what? You do you. You do you. I respect that. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then afterwards he's like, "Why the hell didn't you go to school?" <laughs> I, it's funny. It's yeah. funny. It's it. There's this movie. I, f- I probably should have said this in the beginning. I I think this is a good movie with bad moments. It's not as bad people say it is. It's bad, but it's not like people get hung up on a, a lot of the bullshit, like a lot of stuff that like I don't know. One of the students asked him like, "Oh, what is blah 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 blah?" He's like, "Oh yeah, when you want to be a good archaeologist, get, get out, out of the library. library." Yeah, and just goes away. Um, they go to Peru. They go to a like this ancient ruins mm-hmm. and this is when it gets kind of temple of doomy like yeah. when it has uh these uh these natives yeah, they're looking for uh that like, one face. explorer yeah but oh, beforehand they have a little fight and tussle with the natives oh, oh I, love, I like the part when he blows the dart into the other guy's mouth yes yes that is like classic, That's Indiana, classic Indiana, Indiana Jones. i like the sequence it's a little you know samey again like mm-hmm. there's another dungeon crawling like oh it's neat though i like the little there's like a little uh, plate that like goes up and down. Shia LaBeouf, he has this funny line. He's, there's like saying? a little rock, like on webbing, and he's like, "It's just a thing," and he just oh, goes yeah. on. It was like I don't know. For some reason, he that that that, that delivery made. I me mean, laugh. Shia LaBeouf really isn't that bad in this movie. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I did people not like that he just has a kid? Is that? What I just he, don't think they like Shia LaBeouf. He's not bad though. No, he's he's not. not bad, and he's like pretty likable. Yeah. Like honestly, there's no. I can see honestly. I don't blame. I blame. I can see people like like don't like Willie. Obviously, yeah. I don't. I don't see like what the hate is with this guy. Besides, oh, he's just Shia LaBeouf. You mm-hmm. know, like I don't know. He's he's level headed. He he eventually looks up to his father. You know, and like, what do you expect? Indiana Jones is kind of a deadbeat. He kind of well, yeah. doesn't deserve. He doesn't really. He doesn't really deserve the love yeah, that he gets. Yeah. He's like, from, yeah, uh, you're my dad, but like, you're not. You're my father, but you're not my dad. And they kind of like, uh, you know, once you go on a life-threatening adventure with your father, your bond gets it's closer. Little, it's, it's like the third movie. To say, like, Indiana Jones is more of a dad to Short Round than he oh, ever yeah. was to Shia LaBeouf. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like, that's why I, I kind of want to see him in the new one, honestly. Like, I know, you will like, not see him in the new one. That is one character that is like not showing up at all. That I I give more I give more props to Short Round showing up than than Doug. 
That's his name. Oh, I thought it was uh, Mike or. I, I think he calls himself Doug. Oh, his name's. He's, he's Henry. like Doug. He says something like, "It's my I, my name. You don't like it? You gave he gave himself that yeah. name because he's a punk, uh, you know, biker." They find the crystal skull. Talking about a uh, Dan Aykroyd. He has his own vodka, and that's like a crystal skull vodka. Oh, really? Yeah, it's funny. I guess that's the Indiana Jones connection. Well, was that before Indiana Jones? or It was before Indiana Jones. I mean, after Indiana, after Indiana Jones, Jones. But, like, it wasn't, like, it's not exactly, like, but, like, his the bottle comes in, like, a skull oh. glass. Oh, I think it's, oh, oh, that's his? That's his vodka, Oh, yeah, yeah I've seen it It's funny, crystal it. skull. Um, and I just found out he was in Temple of Doom. Like, it's crazy. Ghostbusters and Temple of Doom. What a, what a fucking year for him have you seen blues brothers no that's such a great really? movie with him and john belushi i should see low-key underrated it's so good and carrie fisher's in it too oh really and then the russians catch him yeah um also really kind of frightening seeing him open up a body that's like intact and then see it rot immediately right in front of him i mean i don't know how kind of real that is. is is that i don't know yeah maybe i really don't know like Maybe that's why people mummify and their their body's still like skin. And I should probably should do more research on that. They kidnap Indy. They take him to like this tent. They try to use like Russian mind control on him. Well, um, yeah, no, because he listened to the scroll because that happened to um Doctor Otsley or whatever yeah. his name is. And like they're trying to make reason. him crazy so he can find it. Yeah. And then we meet Marion, one of the only characters that returns. Yeah, yeah, I think I mean her and Marcus are the only character. Oh, and, and Sala. Yeah, uh, the only three characters that are in a movie that return pretty much. Um, I wasn't. I'm not a big fan of like returning characters besides Indiana Jones. I feel like every like adventure should have its own thing. But mm-hmm. you know, since Last Crusade broke that, um, yeah. bringing back other characters, I might as well bring out Marion. I mean, and- I would rather have her than someone else. You know. I like their dynamic. You know, they they don't really get much screen time. She's only in it for like a little bit. She doesn't join the crew until early, like fairly later on. But I think she's great, and I think like oh, yeah, it's I, kind I of too. cute seeing them together, and especially like what the movie is. And the movie is like a nostalgia trip as well. Mm-hmm. You know, before before yeah, all this nostalgia, yeah, yeah. This was kind of like the Force Awakens. Before. They were trying to do like a Force Awakens before Force Awakens, like you know. Yeah, but I think Force Awakens is more nostalgic. She was like, it's the same plot as A New Hope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could say the same thing with Last Crusade, man. Yeah. Like, I that's the thing. Like, I don't. Uh, it's just how you do it. It really is how you do it and when you do it. No, if Flash Crusade came out and Sean Connery wasn't in it, it'd be the same movie as Raiders. If it came out, and if it came out like. 20 years before if it came out after like raiders like after a long time it, yeah it would, i don't know if uh if it came out after like raiders like after a long time it, yeah it would, i don't know if uh it would be so no probably highly not. regarded um we get a, a chase sequence in the jungle with marion and eh, not oh. great oh is this oh the, it's the, shot uh, on like a sound stage in the jungle like it's what's supposed to be the jungle oh with the fencing and the, yeah there's a lot of shitty cg it honestly looks pretty bad no it's not good the sword fight is not good i mentioned no, that we yeah. saw a sword fight earlier um it, they did he did mention that he does fencing yeah oh i like how his mom is like i'll oh, lean with your left or whatever yeah he used the fence it's not a match mom i mean the cg when he like have like cgi leaves like hit his crotch and shit like that. Like, yeah. I don't need that. Well, what do you think of the the uh, the monkey uh, swinging? That was so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. I mean, 
we had a real monkey in, in the first one. Yeah. Um, it. It's not that like the monkeys attack them. It's the fact that it's like these weird CG goofy monkeys, you know, like cartoon yeah. monkeys. The, the problem with the the later sequels three and four, they try to live in the shadow of raiders a little too much. Yeah. They try to be. They try to. They want to become raiders. They want to be raiders. And I'm sorry, you You're can't raiders. be raiders. Yeah. You can't be raiders. The ending to Crystal Skull is kind of just like the best hits. Yeah, it's not the best hits, but it's kind of like a a rep, a replication of, like you know, you have the chase, you have the big fight with the big brute, you have kind of like the Temple of Doomy stuff with the the waterfall, and stuff like that, you know, and you got a little bit of the element of Last Crusade with the family dynamic with his his uh, son, mm-hmm. um, and then you know you have, you know the the villain eventually. Uh, his amb- well, the ambitions are, are too too great and they become what do you think of uh this scene when they return the skull yeah and, like they all like come together to form the alien cool visual and the honestly. alien just squints and then I just her wish, eyes burst I wish the, the flames. i wish it was a little bit more creatively done yeah. and a little bit more horrific you know it yeah it was not really really it kind of felt comical he just looked at her and, and... That was it. The, why did the alien have to be like a stereotypical like yeah. beep boop bop? I I'm here to invade you. Well, I, I like we didn't mention like the paintings they saw, like that the um the Mayans had. Yeah, that, that those look better than the actual alien that we saw. Like there's like the green skin. And you know what would have been had, crazy like, the... if the crystal skull turned out to be like a xenomorph skull, and it was like a tr- it was like it what would be mean? it would be. Like, uh, like the xenomorph kind of looks like. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, imagine that's like the twist at the end of like, oh, this is actually that would be terrible. <laughs> but honestly, that's how a studio head would think about it nowadays. How can we connect Indiana Jones with Alien? Mm-hmm. There you go, Disney. There you go, Disney. You own both 20th Century Fox and Indiana Jones. So, so go for it. Well, I mean, the thing with the ownership is, isn't that more Paramount than Disney? Paramount distributes distributed the films because uh, Lucasfilm is, was his own yeah. thing. Disney bought Lucasfilm. Yeah. So Disney bought literally everything that George Lucas under that Lucasfilm and Indiana Jones. Oh, I, I like the part when um the UFO comes out of the uh, temple. The sound design was cool. Right, yeah. be- after, right before the music, it has like this l- screeching woo. It's very cool. I don't have a problem with aliens existing in the Indiana Jones world. No. You have voodoo dolls. You have uh, ghosts yeah. who come out of uh, covenants. You have surviving nuclear explosions in a yeah, fridge. You have uh, apparitions of knights. Yeah. Um, I think we're cool with uh, not. E- they're not even aliens. They describe them as interdimensional beings. Well, so yeah, they try they to might, get away from. The they might not alien. even be. They might be some part of plane that we don't even no, know. Like you don't even comprehend because, oh, yeah. like, when she's like, "Show me everything," and her, I, her eyes I, explode. I, I'm just like. Her just she just could not handle whatever they showed her or whatever. Well, I actually prefer aliens over time travel. I mean, I, I mean, I, it makes more sense to me. Yeah, uh-oh. it's definitely more possible than the dial of destiny. What do you think a dial is? I saw the dial is a time looked... thing. Time travel is a little bit iffy when you introduce it into the your universe. But that's why I love Prisoner of Azkaban is my favorite Harry Potter movie. They somehow managed to introduce time travel and never use it again. And never and like that's something you. You typically bring up like last thing, like yeah. Endgame, technically brought up time travel to the MCU with the whole 
quantum thing mm-hmm. when they go back to the events of the previous movies. Um, that's just some. That's such a universe breaking thing, and it's very tricky to in, like. Yeah, but that, that's why I love that movie because they use yeah. it once and never again, which is a very smart thing that they did. They actually use it in the uh, Cursed Child. Yeah, but that doesn't, yeah. that doesn't count. <laughs> I actually saw the play. It's actually pretty good. Oh, it's good. Well, I I, mean, I read the book and it's like it's not. It, yeah. It's it's made out for a yeah, play. It's a play. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I, remember, I remember I bought it because I was excited and I knew it was a play. I still read it. I'm like, what the fuck they, is this? The marketing fucked up. They marketed it as the eighth Harry Potter book. Yeah. That's not what it is. No, it's, yeah, it's a fun play. It's like you know, it's a fun follow up. Well, I do like how they make Harry some like a delinquent. Oh, not delinquent, but like he's not. You know, like Harry's like this, like you know, this hero. Yeah, he doesn't live up to. He doesn't live up to his father in a way, and they kind of make Malfoy, uh, the that uh relative like. Kind of like the one to sympathize from, if yeah. you remember. Yeah, I, um, I read it once and like never again. It was good. Um, oh, what do you? Uh, what would you rank or rate? Um, well, I wanted to say one other thing. Um, I I like the end. I like the little epilogue at the end with oh, the wedding. wedding. I like seeing them get married. It puts oh. a nice, as rocky as this movie is, mm-hmm. it puts a nice bow in the series as yeah, well. It does. You know, it doesn't. It somehow manages to end the movie. It manages to like stick the landing, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, yeah. like the ending is just as I could see it as an ending. You know, like oh, Indiana Jones happily gets married to the, to the one, the the special one, yeah. the one that we've seen first in his first adventure. I do prefer the Last Crusade ending though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I'm not if but I'm saying if they had to yeah. be another ending. Um. And I love how it's kind of like reinstates that no one else could be Indiana Jones because they try to tease, they tease around with uh, Shia LaBeouf being um, the, uh, you know, the next Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. the, the the window, the doors break out, he picks up the hat, and they're like, nah, there's only one Indiana Jones. No, and there is only, yeah, there only is one, and I'm happy they did it like that. And then there's another one. <laughs> and there will be another one. It'll probably be okay. Yes, but how are you gonna end it any more satisfying than those two endings? They might, they might, they, they might actually like. I have love... him die because he's like eighty years uh, old. Don't do that! Don't <laughs> do that! I love how it's just like, uh, like you think like you if it as much hate as this movie gets, if it ended here, people would say like, oh, at least they didn't take up the mantle they didn't like i just yeah i love how i love what the ending says it says like literally like can't replace him can't replace him and you know it's it's funny the last image you see of this movie is shia labeouf just like his head down at the church i'm like yeah that's right (laughs) yeah after that movie shia labeouf i mean he what had like a couple more it's all downhill from here he's probably thinking about that it's all downhill from here because he had even stevens and he had Transformers and then this holes. movie. Don't forget holes. Oh, holes! Great movie. Love holes. Peaches. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So after this, Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, and then the third one, and then he did Fury. Do you remember that one? Is that Mark Wahlberg or is that Social Dilemma? That's the one with Brad Pitt. So war movie. Uh, I, see to me, the yeah, Lone Survivor. They're all the, they're all the same. They yeah. all look the exact same. Um. You probably seen like screenshots. He's like roughed up in a tank. He's like Brad yeah, Pitt. I've seen him. all the Shia LaBeouf ones, and I saw the Mark Wal the the first Mark Wahlberg one. That was it. I'm... No, I'm talking about uh this war movie oh. Fury. No, I don't think never... so. Um... Oh, you mean oh, yeah. And then a bunch of art films. Um, well, I like him in Honey Boy. If you ever seen that. I mean, he did have a 
a meme for like years. Oh, he had two memes. What, just That's, do it? Yeah, just do it, which is iconic, of yeah. course. And do you remember the play Shia LaBeouf, like the song? No. Ravishing a night. Oh, Shia yeah. LaBeouf. He's all on all fours. Shia LaBeouf. And then at oh, the yeah. end, he's like clapping. Yeah, I've seen that. Honestly, pretty iconic, honestly. I don't know. The last time I seen him was, I think he's, oh, he's going to be in the new Francis Ford Coppola movie. Which so. one? It's called Megalopolis. Uh, it's supposed to be his grand opus, even more than The Godfather. So is this, is this his last movie? I assume so. He's pretty up there in age, yeah. Coppola. He's like, I think he's 80-something. Like yeah, he's in the 80s. Um, and he's been making films for 50 years. He made The Godfather 50 years ago. Was so. The Godfather his first movie? No. He made a few movies uh, like in the 60s. I think Dementia 13. It was like a psycho ripoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, by Roger Corman. I'm sorry, I'm going over like Hollywood history. No, yeah. no, you're, no you're good. I, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a Roger Corman film. Uh, yeah, I, I've never made it. I overall, I, I think Crystal Skull, like I said, good movie, bad moments. Um, I think it's worthy of the series. Call, call me crazy, maybe it's because I grew up with it mm-hmm. that it, it feels so synonymous with the series that I don't. I'm willing to look over like the bad CG and stuff like that. Um, I hate the merit character Mac though. Yeah, he's. I mean, yeah, he's definitely up there with Willie. So I would give this like a six out of ten. Yeah, I was gonna say six out of ten also. Um, well, very very average. It's not. It's not. It's bad. average. It's no, average. it's average. It's, not it's bad average and it's, it's not average. bad. It's like, if 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 it wasn't an Indiana Jones movie, I would say I would honestly be like. That was all right. I would have, I would have forgotten about it right away. You would have forgotten about it, but you wouldn't have called it bad yeah. like everyone else does. You know, like I think people need to calm down mm-hmm. a little bit about the hatred. But yeah, if it was in the end, I'd watch it once. That wasn't terrible. Yeah. Never think about it ever again. Of course, um, it would be like the the one <laughs> Shia LaBeouf Harrison Ford action movie from the the twenty. 20- yeah, like Journey to the Center of the Earth. Yeah, I, you I, seen I do, that? I have seen that. Yeah. I think that came out the same year. That would be. It would fit into that type of. Uh, with the dinosaurs. And, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like that would be like, if, if it wasn't an Indiana Jones movie. It, it, to be fair, it's also directed by Spielberg, so that's another big thing. Um, and it's a thing that kind of concerns me about the new one. No Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of scares Is it me. Lucas Films, at least? James Mangle, who directed Logan. Uh, okay. Uh, and Ford v. Ferrari. I do love Logan, so... Yeah. Uh, all right, Ryan. Uh, we finished all the movies. Uh, if you listened to this far, uh, thank you. But uh, before we leave, rate the Indiana Jones series from best to worst. Yeah. All right. So best definitely Raiders. Then we got Temple of Doom. Oh, thank you. Last Crusade, and then that's how Crystal Skull, too. and then probably the new ones will be the last. Uh, honestly, one. I would. I'll be that guy. I'll put I'll put Temple of Doom over Raiders. No, um, yeah. no. I, honestly, like I could ch- I change it because I honestly like Temple of Doom. I thought it was gonna be really bad because I remember people saying how bad it was, and I rewatched it. It's not bad at all. Oh, it's really I good. used to th- I used to think I was legit crazy. <laughs> like I, th- I think it was the first movie someone ever told me like that movie sucks and y- y- like why do you like that movie? I yeah. think it was like literally that. Why that's why I'm so passionate about defending it because it's. I think it was my dad who's like. He who is a big Last Crusade guy, mm. and that's um, father son dynamic. I get it, yeah. but like my dad loves Last Crusade. Always said, always said, 
Ethan, why do you like this one? This, this one's like, it has the kid. He's, isn't he annoying? Don't you find him annoying? He found Short Round annoying. Short I was like, not oh. annoying at all. I mean, people find, if Short Round was like yelling and screaming, complaining, yeah. yeah. But he's not at all. He's just a kid. Yeah, so I, I'm just going to have to go with Temple of Doom as my favorite. Um, I do wish Indiana Jones, instead of like, you know, in the third one, he went back to like uh, Egypt. There's, here's a few locations I wish he went to. Australia. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's from Max from your favorite character. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been to Australia, you know. Uh, Japan. Yeah. That like... would have been cool. In the 1940s. Why didn't he fight? Ja- that's that's kind of, I find that very baffling. He didn't what? find Japanese. The Jap- it, it, yeah. Sure, you might have run into dangers of falling into some stereotypes, but it's fascist Japan. Well, okay? He, fascist he, Japan. He didn't even go to Russia once. He didn't go to Russia. Even he did fight commies. Yeah, it, was, it was the Cold War. So yeah. it, was a, it was a little bit different. It was a lot of espionage. But like, I'm surprised he didn't fight like the Japanese, like fascist Japan during the 19th. Like, yeah. I'm surprised that that wasn't the direction they went with the third yeah. one. Well, I if mean, figures, they would, they would have done that. Well, right? I mean, I get why they did Nazis because everyone can agree that they hate Nazis. Yeah. And like, like in the 1930s, staple. those were the bad guys. Yeah. And like I said, the only reason why they made Temple of Doom a prequel is they didn't want to do Nazis. So they figured, oh, let's just do it a little bit before. I am a movie like Temple of Doom after Raiders Lost Ark is just, just, very different, but like a good And way. like, I love Raiders just as much. Yeah, Choppy. Anyway, uh, it's a pleasure as always. Until next time. Whew.